The views expressed in this podcast are simply the opinions of the guests and the hosts from their perspective. These opinions aren't necessarily facts, nor with the intent to defame any person or establishment. This is not legal, medical, financial, nor spiritual advice. Hey, welcome back. It's the Alternative Perspectives Ooh, podcast. You, you catch me there. Yes. I'm to find a spot here. Nah, man, you find uh, a spot in the meantime. I'll do the intro. Right? Arnaldo mm-hmm. and Judy on the inside. Um, final after, episode. After some time, too. Yeah, well, as no one can that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, final episode for the year, but we yeah. had we took a little hiatus. Can it, yeah. right? Um, so, COVID got into the camp in one way or the other. Yes. Um, yeah. Some health issues to address. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so COVID got in and we could probably um, jump into that at some point. Well, that's what we're probably going to be jumping into today. Right. Because that's, that's 2021 in, in review. No? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, so you're doing a review uh, the year, what it has been like, you know, if our expectations with the situation mm-hmm. um, or there, if, if we live up to the expectations or if things were different. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Well, and the thing is, as I was telling you, mm-hmm. uh, when I when we were discussing how we're going to do this final episode of 2021, um, we came up with the year in review idea. And what we really wanted to do was to, you know, go through all the top stories from 2021. But then I started to realize, to all be honest... The, all the, most of the top stories were COVID-related. COVID, yeah. And I mean, and anything... There were important things happening out in, in the world outside of COVID. But people really weren't paying that close attention to them. So 2021, again, much like much of 2020, is really the story of COVID. And, well, I, I, I'll ask you afterwards how you were feeling around this time last year. But I remember I was feeling actually hopeful, right? I thought that... I thought that... I remember I said last year that I thought we would have a carnival in the, I'd like to say summer, but the August right. vacation period here mm-hmm. in Trinidad. I thought that's how well the situation would have progressed. And I also thought that we would have been, I assumed that Trinidad would have been a, a country with a high uptake of the vaccine voluntarily. Not, right. you know, I didn't, I didn't even think that we would have, had to go down the road of discussing mandates because I thought that the prime minister had such a sway over the a large popula- a large percentage of the population that once he advised it, people would have taken it up en masse. Neither, none of those things <laughs> materialized. Um, Nothing like that happened I, in 2021. No, the thing is, to be honest with you, I, I was indifferent to the whole thing because you know I realized that I just had to wait to see how things would have unfolded, right? Now, um, coming into all this time last year, things were eased up last year around this time. Right. Right? So, yeah. uh, you were... Well, I mean, was look, it, it, they were as easy as they are now, eh? Or, well, probably, or, probably, or probably actually... No, it was easier because last year, around this time, the beaches were open again um, without... With without, no restric- without restriction. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, things were a bit easier, remember? They, they were having... They started to have little, like little events, things like you know, um, little small events with people separated and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, because. But but you can have those now. Was it well? I guess in safe zones under that safe zone thing. Last year well, it was not a safe zone thing. It was 
You just go out there. Well, they, had, they didn't have vaccines. Right. So they couldn't have safe zones right. last year. But the thing is, and they didn't have vaccines, and people were going out, and the numbers still nowhere close to mm. where they are now. Right. So, um, so I, I thought, okay, things things looking like it, it catching up. I honestly didn't think it would have reached where it is now. I didn't mm. think we would have reached 900 uh, cases a day kind of situation. Uh-huh. I really didn't think it would have reached that. At- well, I'll be honest. I thought that our bout with the virus was coming in the early stages of this year. So mm-hmm. I did expect a spike. And I was telling people that and I didn't... I mean, to be honest, I didn't see 2,000 and something or 2,800 now deaths. But I thought that we had to have our turn for mm-hmm. what was happening everywhere else. Um, ultimately, I thought that uh, we wouldn't be able to duck and hide forever. Every country had to go through their their battles, essentially. And I didn't think we... But I didn't think it would have been as bad as it ended up being. And I didn't think it would have lasted this long. I thought that we would have been, by April or so, we would have been through mm-hmm. the like the peak. It wouldn't have been 2,800 deaths. And by the summer period... I felt we would have been out of the danger zone, essentially. I thought the pandemic would have begun to die down by then. Um, combination of the vaccines and just generally, you know, the virus having run its course. Because, all right, like, for instance, you're talking about, like, the the vaccines and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. You thought people would have been... Yeah. Been, I, I, I thought Trinidad would have been one of those countries where um, once... Because of how, of how uh, popular... Dr. Rowley was at the time. Mm. Um and and how and how little resistance you you, you saw from the population when it came to any of the restrictions right. that were mm. put in place. I thought once he say vaccines here, take vaccines, all all arguments would have been done. Okay, okay. I am um, I, I think I I I thought from the start that it would not have been easy. Mm. I thought plenty would have taken it, but over time. So I I try to watch it as as people in the tech world will watch things where it have the early adopters and then the budgets right. come right after. And I thought that that is how it would have happened. I think it's happening like that though. It might just be taking much longer than they wanted to. Mm-hmm. to um, and I think they might have set some some unreasonable goals mm-hmm. when it comes to, to, to vaccinations. Um, well, I, I, well, remember they were talking about 70%, right? Right. Um, but now it seems like 70%... First of all, it seems like herd immunity is not a thing, right? It does not But true vaccination. Well, anyhow, it does. if herd immunity means that the virus goes the way of the swine flu, I don't think that's happening at all, mm. right? Um, and that's what they were suggesting would happen if we get to 70%. Now, first of all, that figure has gone, has shot up to like 90%. Mm. You had to be like 90%. And now we're not even sure if that would happen. But I... I don't know how quickly they had planned to get 70% of the people. No, they, 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 I remember they gave some some real weird timeline. So, like, vaccines started here when? February. Uh, yeah? Yeah. Early early February. Right? Yeah. I think it was it was, it was was limited to certain people. Right. So, mm. so the, the main sort of vaccine rush started in June, I believe. Like, when they say, um, when now, they said, when they said, they opened it up for everybody and everybody could, right, could right, go, which right. is like June. Right. Yeah. yeah right? Right. Um, so I would, I would say for everybody, right? Yeah. So I would say June. 
and they were they were giving us dates for like August or September. September, yeah. Yeah. September. Well, sep- they were saying September before the vaccines had arrived. Right. So like early February when they had begun to talk about um, you know, giving it to the to the older right. and the, the more vulnerable. They were talking about September then. I think what happened was that they didn't procure the vaccines as fast as they thought. Right. So I don't know if they were still talking about September in June. But then, and then after, after that, they started to push it on more to the end of the year, kind of 70% kind of thing, right? Now, as I say, when they made the September suggestion or statement, We didn't we didn't have enough vaccines even vaccinate fifty percent of the population or right, right, you understand or right. they they didn't even know where they were finding that from right right so as a guide whatever then my thought was listen they're gonna be people who who will rush to take it or they're gonna be a few people who will take it then they're gonna see some you're gonna see some people after a while say okay they take it and nothing mm-hmm. went mm-hmm. nothing happened to them they didn't mutate right so. We will start to take it, and then the bigger group, well, well, all of them taking it. So mm. I was started to take it, and then I mean, I I never thought we'd have reached hundred percent. I think we would have probably well, that's an impossibility. Yeah, yeah. well, like yeah. So mm. I never thought that. I never thought we would have reached even probably eighty five percent. I I thought we would have probably reached seventy five percent. But over a lengthy period of time. Mm-hmm. Why I'm saying that? I think you know the the late stragglers. Starting to, to to come in now, and I don't know if it's by my <laughs> brute force, but mm-hmm. um, somebody I know and and he was real has well, he was real against that vaccine thing. Real has done everything he could have found on social media to send me off, or people send him in WhatsApp groups to send me about the vaccine and mm-hmm. issues or whatever. He would have sent me right. Yeah. And today I was talking to him and he, something some come and he said. Well, yeah, well, I went and take my job, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's like, yeah, my, well, you know, my, my, my wife, she she went and get, and I said, well, at the end of the day, Tori's sleeping in the same bed, so, you know. I don't understand, it's not, but the job yeah, is not a virus. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> what is sleeping in the same bed? Right? Uh, if he had said, well, okay, well, if she, if something happened to her, I, you know, we, we could be in the same boat together. Mm. But to, to, anyway. Yeah. Well, probably he'll see, if he didn't, she might not want the money back. I oh, don't know. Right. You understand? All right. No, <laughs> that, that's even stupider, but fine. Yeah. Right? Mm. So, and um, and he was saying that, and he was like, yeah, so I went and take it. So, I think people would have come around. I think people see people take it and see time pass and realize that, you know, um, okay, mm. nobody mutating. Much people in dying. Um, and well, as you see there, it might be extremely hard to prove if anybody died yeah. as a result of... Yeah, because, I mean, you don't stop hearing about people who were recently vaccinated and had some stroke or mm. passed away or something like that. And so, but it's never ever, uh, it's never ever declared to be the fault of the right. vaccine. So, you know, so it doesn't... It, to be, I'm not saying that it is happening, but I'm saying this, even if it was, it would be very difficult to pinpoint it anyway. Right. To know what is yeah, it is folklore it, yeah, from, so, you know. So the thing is, because I think no medical professional would, you know, come out and admit that right now. Especially yeah. in Trinidad. And I mean, and, and they, aren't, they aren't going to be very interested in investigating. You know, it's, it, so, okay, let's say you get vaccinated and then two days later you die from a stroke. I don't think they, they're going to anybody's going to be okay with expending resources on doing research mm. to find out if that was really because um and you know just not to go too far from the topic but i was watching an interview with uh dr drew 
mm-hmm. right? Um, and he was saying that a lot of his colleagues, they're afraid to do a lot of things when it comes to, to the virus or, not, or, you know, like mm. to, to really check and see if people are yeah, dying yeah. from the vaccine. Yeah. Um, yeah. To experiment with certain things yeah. to get people better, you see a lot of the, a lot of his colleagues are afraid to sub, um to prescribe sorry to prescribe certain um, things certain things yeah even though you know there's proof that it works but they so just trying to play the correct game politically right. right um or medically if you want to play yeah. like that that they just yeah, not doing yeah. It. so I don't think I don't think it's gonna be it's because it will always be a tough task to pin any particular adverse event to the vaccine itself. And even, and even when you are able to do that, it's, it's, it's a, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get much purchase for the idea that that now means we should change course. You know, nobody's gonna be mm-hmm. interested in doing that. Um, but I mean, I, I I hear you when you say that it, you thought it would have happened over time, but I I was really really surprised to see how many people. Um, that you know they're sick of fans when it comes to the to the PNM, but they were not very trusting when it came to this, you know. And I just didn't I didn't think that would happen. I think I thought I envisioned two things happening: us having a, a bout with it in the early part of the year that would frighten people, and then on top of that, when the vaccines arrive, you know, their Lord and Savior, Doctor Rowley, tells them to take it, so they'll just. You know, volunteer. And, and the thing is, I I didn't think. And I, I, I should sorry, I should mention. I do understand that there is a large pro- proportion of the population that aren't PNM fans. Eh? But what mm. I'm seeing is a lot of the resistance is coming from, and at least from my opinion, from people who would normally form part of that camp. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um. The thing is, I didn't think we would have had a very bad time delimited because you remember the borders were still closed earlier on. Um, yeah. And I honestly thought they would, they would have kept the borders closed much longer. Not that I'm saying I wanted that, but mm-hmm. I thought they would have because of how fearful, you know, the no, government No, but the, the problem is, remember, it came before the borders opened. So they, we already started to deal with Delta and it was already starting to run wild. So the, the border not, closure... They, no, yeah, yeah, the border closure No, but they didn't admit the Delta before the border... Well, right, no, because but, right, the, the, Braz- the Brazilian, mm. right? Which is the what does he want? Whatever, mm. right? The Brazilian came through the the unofficial borders, mm. right? And that's when things started to get wild first. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, all right, cool. This will, this would happen, and then they when we went back into some form of lockdown again. So I said, okay, now things will probably because I kind of understood how it happened and why it happened. So I was like, all right, cool. So just to get us back under control, but then... No, you see, the, the, the thing is, by the time... And the, the entire problem with how Trinidad and Tobago has dealt with this is that... And why it feels so much more frustrating to us here than it would in certain other places is that we persisted for so long with policies that weren't necessarily making sense. Mm. So that when we started to experience a surge, this is the time when everybody else was kind of going back to normal, but we now had to go back into, into lockdown because, so for instance, when you're talking about the border closure, they had to open the borders eventually. They had mm. to, you, you understand? It was doing too much to the the, the travel industry and the it, it was making conducting business in Trinidad and Tobago way too difficult, right? Now, if they had reopened the borders after four months, five months, six months, then it would have been, 
it wouldn't feel so frustrating. They wouldn't have been forced to do it in the midst of another surge. Right. If you understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying. But because so much time had passed and it ha- it's, kind of, it's kind of like with the lockdowns, they can't go back into lockdown now mm-hmm. because we've done two lockdowns and we're still in the midst of a surge now. So now it, you look crazy because... But look at what's happening and you're opening the beach and you're opening the... But I have to open these at some point in time. Mm-hmm. And you've had them closed. You you've, you 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 had you extended both lockdowns longer than they needed to be. Well, in, in particular, the first one was extended much longer than it needed to be because you were feeling like a hero. You're keeping this thing under control. But we have been under these restrictions for so long that and these restrictions are unsustainable. They have to be lifted at some point in time. But now that the virus has inevitably started to wreak havoc... You look stupid because which, you have to do it in the midst of a surge. Which is is a, uh, a next thing that I you know I never thought about until I mentioned it here, right? Because you remember, um, and this is a no way to try and, and put on Doctor Rowley. I mean, if he end up down, he end up down because you know things he said <clears throat> or did. Um, but you remember at, at at many points he kind of pointed out to other countries how they were falling short now. You understand? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then look where we end up. If you understand, I, saying. exactly. So. I wonder how he feels now, knowing that, you know, he points out this one, oh, this one open up too early and look what I'm to mm-hmm. this one and this one do this and look what I'm to that one. Yeah. And, and and now you have to open up in the midst of a surge. Mm-hmm. No, you, you because, and this is what all, it ultimately irritates me because we are now being faced, we are now being forced to answer the questions that nobody wanted to answer. That I was asking at the beginning of this thing that nobody wanted to answer then. Okay, we locked down, I get that. But what is the strategy for coming out? Because when you come out, it's going to come. So we cannot keep relying on unsustainable non-pharmaceutical or non-medical interventions because those things cannot, by definition, unsustainable. So they can't last forever. And when you remove them, you're in a monkey pants anyway. So you ultimately have now to when the virus does what the virus does and it was doing everywhere and everywhere has had to deal with it, you now are dealing with that after having been under restrictions for almost a year. Well, I mean, when yeah, it began. So, it, so now you're like, where's the point? Well, no, exactly. Now, now it feels extra frustrating because you're seeing in other places who, that, you know, people who tinkered with the lockdowns, they lift it and then the people go back to normal and then they kind of clamp down again. So it didn't feel like a complete year of frustration for us. We haven't had, nobody has been able to hold a FET legally and when I say a fet, I mean not just not one of them, not one of them, them things they had for not carnival. Oh. Well, <laughs> that was the only one. That's mm. the first one that mm. we know of, and it, it it's arguable whether that was legal or not. But um, you can't you haven't been able to go to a fet, a proper fet, since last year March. You understand? Whereas Miami had a carnival, and um, people having parties, people pe- people. Yeah. You, you understand? So you need had um had face-off, which is a party right. you in Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, Jamaica is probably the only... And even, I think Jamaica nah, had... Jamaica had some... Jamaica real thing also. No, no, but there was a, a, period, in, a period of time when they weren't able to. But right. even but now come to think of it, even they have had some events during that time. Mm. Trinidad and Tobago has not. So, and so we have had the the, the, the longest period of, of completely restricted life. Plus, we ended up with the same death that we were trying to avoid in the first place. And when people were asking you the question, what you're going to do when you lift these restrictions? Yeah, you weren't answering, but now you're being forced to answer that. I will, the thing is, as I say, I wouldn't want his job. 
to be real honest oh, yes yes that's right? 100% right um mm. especially i think especially in Trinidad, i mean because i mean everywhere probably have have it but i think probably in Trinidad, it seems louder the damn if you do damn if you don't kind of situation um mm-hmm. and the politicians in Trinidad and Tobago they play the political game all the time rather yeah. than the leadership game this right. is what we are going to do and if it doesn't work you say woo right. yeah, we, yeah we fall short there and we will try something else so I guess yeah. well you see but I get where you're coming from I know I don't want this job either um, mainly because I don't think I'm I could do the job I don't think I'm made for the job but the most important I'm not going to apply for the work because mm. I can't do the work the problem is, and this is generally in politics, not just in Trinidad and Tobago, but everywhere, these politicians are just ambitious individuals who want to get where they want to get. And the actual work is just, that's secondary. What they dreamt of was winning the prize of, yeah, I reach, I'm now minister, no prime mm-hmm. minister, no whatever. But now that we're here and we had to do the hard work of leading, nobody's nobody's really on, 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 on board for that. And... We are suffering now because of that. This situation is a uh, is one where there's no easy fix, right? There's there's n- there's no way to come out of this smelling of roses from all angles. But this could have been managed a lot better if we had leaders who were able to manage the population's expectations during this time. And I see that a lot, and everybody's look at me like I'm crazy. You know, a good example. People will say right now we're in the midst of a crisis, right? Mm. And so when you argue about whether we should mandate vaccines, if they have the moral authority to do that or whatever, people say, oh, well, this have this is this no, look at this situation. This is a I don't know if you remember, but last year, I believe it was after we had our the the, the elections and the, we had a little flare-up after mm. that, right? And the thing was on the TV doing his usual and he was essentially, as part of his messaging to get people to keep in line and to comply with the the the, the regulations, he said, he was talking about the current the rate of spread at the time. He said, at the current rate that we're going, we may see, and he paused, a death a day. And he said that in a very dramatic tone. He paused mm. for effect. And then after that, he said, and none of us want to see that. No, turns the other thing will bite off your hand if he gets a death a day. Mm-hmm. Because a death a day, he couldn't fathom that last year. But now that he's dealing with death in the teens every day. In the teens? Well, we go back to teens because it was 16. I, 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 all right. It, it, it went back to teens mm-hmm. for now, right? So now that he's dealing with that, how does one death a day look? The, the thing is, you know, I was wondering, one of the things I was wondering, because, you know, in uh, like South Africa, the, uh, where they have a low uh, vaccination rate, but it seems like they do have much debt. And um, what do you think? Well, from it? Omicron, because they well, had a lot of debt with, with Delta. Well, even with Delta, what they're saying, they, they still didn't have the amount of debt that they should have had, <laughs> right? And what they're saying is, if we be, if is it possible because a lot of them got the virus because they were kind of careless before, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of them got the virus and end up developing some degree of natural immunity. So now, um, even before Omicron, when Delta was there, 
even though a lot of them weren't vaccinated, people were getting it. Yes, some were dying, but not at the rate that they thought people would have died at. Well, I mean, not comparable to some Western nations, but they were leading Africa at a point mm. in time. So, um, but what are you saying? So, is it, so is it is it that because they were kind of wild and kind of well, okay. I, I, from what we've seen here in Trinidad, I think that we would have had a gazillion more deaths if we had if we were trying to do that. Well, let it run, mm-hmm. and you know, once people get some level of natural immunity, then we could kind of go about our lives. It appears that that would have been a very unwise thing to do in well, Trinidad. Is it? Is it? If we did it in the early stages where we had the original variant that mm-hmm. may not have killed may, as maybe, much people, may, may, but you see, I didn't know that at the time, right? I, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is what I say. So, mm-hmm. being saying that this was really planned, we're looking back, yeah, right? Now, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. So, is it that if we? If if we are just letting you run yeah. crazy with the original variant, yeah. people would have gotten ill. Mm. Not much would have died. People would have had some degree of natural immunity when Brazilian come mm. Delta came. People would have been better prepared to deal with it. Well, maybe, but and as it, and as the problem, I, I, you see, and people have this attitude where every time you complain about what the government is doing, they'll say, "So what you gonna do?" And it, when people. Because human beings have a, a real problem understanding that maybe there's nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it, it might have been better for them to have let this thing run and who died, died. And we had some level of natural immunity. So when it comes back around, we'd have been cycling and getting less and less and less. And less. I'm not saying that is what to do. I am mm-hmm. not an expert on the issue. Yeah. But what I'm saying is maybe that might have been. Who knows? It might have been better. Over, over the course of five years, you might have ended up with the same amount of death. Over the, if we do from what right. we're doing here now, but we'd have been out of the woods a lot faster and, than now, and and probably the economy in a better and, position. And, and, exactly. Um, so who knows? But the problem because nobody was willing to even contemplate that because everybody's well, you know, politicians. Oh, you mad thing! Because remember, Boris Johnson was going to do that in England, and then he get it, and mm. then thing, and he reverse it. So that's what I mean by the the the, the lack of strong leadership in Sweden. Despite all of the criticisms that came, you know what Sweden said? Listen, this thing shows no signs of disappearing anytime soon. So whatever measures we implement have to be sustainable. There have to be measures that the Swedish the Swedish people can generally live with. Mm. Because we can't impose things for three months and then when they lift it, we come back out and we're back doing the whole thing again. So yes, we're not going to just let it run wild. We are going to advise people to work from home. We're going to advise people to wash their hands, social distance, blah, 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 blah. They actually, they actually followed their pandemic plan mm. that they had in place. Everybody else abandoned the pandemic plan and run with lockdowns and mm. all these craziness but they decided to do that and i mean i think i told you this the very first time i heard that anders tegnell fella he's the help i don't know if he's called a minister in sweden but the first time i heard him speak i was like wow that sounds like the actual kind of leader you should have at this point in time not a leader who willing to give into public panic mm. who willing to be who, who could be emotionally blackmailed by the media oh you don't care about people no, you have to speak to your people and say, listen, there's no there's no easy way out of this. There's no way that we're coming out of this looking squeaky clean. You know? We're going to try to manage the situation. We have lots of different things to consider. Numbers from COVID is just one thing that we need to consider, but we also need to consider people's mental health. We need to consider right. the economy. We need to consider all these different things. You know, anytime I talk about people's mental, mental, health, mental health with this, they say, people still act today like once you get 
the virus, you are <laughs> going to die. And, and what they fail to, they, they, they seem to only care about, the, or the compassion only extends to the people they fear will die from COVID. They don't seem to care anything about the vast majority of us who will survive mm-hmm. COVID and what sort of state the nation will be in after. They don't care about that. And it's not because they're really compassionate. It's because, well, listen, they're scared. And they, like most human beings, they only focus on what's in front of them as opposed to the problem that might come around the corner. And it, this is where strong leadership would have been ideal and where you would have people managing. And the, 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 what the point has making with Terence Yeltsin and the, the, the one case a day, people... To some extent, how people feel is really dictated by how these the politicians talk it about across, yeah. it across, the yeah. situation. One death a day sounded like craziness mm-hmm, six mm-hmm. months ago, but now that would we would we wish. No, but remember he, he was also the one who say, you know, it will never run rampant in Trinidad. Remember he said that in a clip. I see. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. When, when, oh man, I really need to go and look for that clip. No, uh, you mean you mean no, he didn't say that it would never. You're, you're talking about the one when he was on on the morning show on TV six. Yeah, and, and well, he, well, he, oh, well, the, what he said is if it come if it came here, it would only be you know it would just be a one or two yeah. isolated it, incidents. It would never. Yeah. He, uh, but, but but believe me, the people of Trinidad. No, again, this is why I could never take him seriously. He just talks out of his ass. He is probably the most disappointing. I shouldn't say disappointing. I never had high expectations, mm-hmm. but he to me appears to be the most the 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 simpleton of the cabinet and he's really he's just a an unserious person who's he just dare to spout talking points you mm. know he 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 is more interested in looking good for his boss you know and 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 towing the political line than actually being a serious um minister and managing the situation because so many times he's, he's because and my problem is and I've mentioned this before, the, the, his, uh, his thing with the masks and that yeah. issue with the, that same interview we did. How the mother neck, he knew that it would never run around. But at that point in time, what did he know about COVID? Right, exactly. What yeah. did he know? Mm. All he could have seen, he could have simply said, well, we, man- we, we monitor any situation at this point in time. It doesn't look like it's going to be a threat to Trinidad and Tobago, but, you, but we know there's a developing situation. But mm. God, you want to be a, a brain surgeon to answer it that way. But he, <laughs> He, la- he actually laughed like, mm. oh, no, no, the average person in Trinidad. As a matter of fact, in I remember reading an article in the early stages where he was telling people more people dying from the flu, but yet still we all talking about coronavirus or about COVID. Mm. That's the, 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 the phrase he used was, um, I can't remember the exact phrase, but the sentiment he was expressing essentially was that we were also concerned about COVID because it was taking, it was, it was making news internationally mm. when the flu was killing, I think at the point in time it was 51 people had died in the country from the flu or something like that. And he was, again, downplaying it. Well, he knew. And where we are now. The masks. And, no, just now, before, mm. before, I just want to stick in this here. So, um, you know, a lot of people are expecting after the, the boat ride situation to hear him come again to talk about oh god or like yeah behave and the last time he wept and whatever right <laughs> and i saw a video of him today yeah <laughs> i don't even know if i should put this out there eh? i mean i i don't have a reason to break him i mean you might have more reason and i'll see why just now mm-hmm. but i saw he was walking outside Next 99 studio. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I saw the video. Yeah, 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 yeah. and you know, the music was playing and he yeah, was dancing. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, 
you were weeping when we had a yeah. hundred cases a day. Yeah. We in the six hundred cases and thing now, and you are dancing. So is it that when you wept, you it's were, all theater. It's it, all theater. Right, you were, you were, it was a lie, and you were playing. Or is it that no, he just danced together over the whole everything that going on? Uh, well, we should mention he was in he was wearing a mask at the point. Of yeah. Time. So he was he was not he was no he wasn't part of no party or nothing. Yeah. Like he was just he was passing by a studio with his playing music and he, he he was showing support for the people playing the music. Right. That would look like to me, right? Um, but why go out? Why go out breaks for me? Because let me tell you why. Remember that night we were coming up the road. Which car I had? Where? I can't remember which car I had. Mm-hmm. And. He was driving his his Ford, his Mustang, Mustang yeah. over the speed limit, and I tell Dan, let me record him now. And he's uh, like, dog, uh, you like really shipping his dog. Uh, uh, God, uh, boy, dog. Uh, I was like, oh, so let me record him. Because at the end of the day, uh, you know, they want to jump people, but driving over the speed limit. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's driving over the speed limit, and uh, you can simply record <laughs> the speed limit in my car and, and him, yeah. and show you he's driving over the speed limit. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't want to do it. I'll never, give, I'll never forgive you for that. But why I had to break from him? Why that could make me have to break from me? Not break from him, break from him. him. Okay, break from him then. No, I'll no, never no. forgive you for that. You because of the way we was working at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, because of, because <laughs> I didn't want it, I didn't want to deal with the, the headache of what would happen because of the way we were working. Mm. But like, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't tell you not to do that because I don't have any concern about that place anymore. But um But yeah, and the, the, the situation with the masks, again. He didn't just say, well, at present, with the current data out there, it doesn't appear to be that masks are warranted and da-da-da. He spoke as if he had personally conducted those epidemiological studies himself, or at least he had read those epidemic mm. uh, those those um studies uh critically, and he understands all of the data, and he can tell you without a doubt that it is not just unwise to, to wear a mask but it's actually it, you reach this point where it's foolish you, you're putting yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. at greater risk and then however many what three weeks later nah I don't think it took so long because you I can't remember how long nah it didn't take that long because you remember Fauci come and say one thing and then in a matter of a few days Fauci come and, and change his song it was days it was, I, I, no but and, and, it, and remember I was telling you at that, that point in time I see I get the impression they, they, they just watching what's happening abroad and bringing it here because he spoke almost verbatim Exactly what he said, exact almost verbatim what um, Dr. Fauci said in the interview on 60 Minutes or wherever mm. he was on. And so, my thing is, people will always say, Well, you know, the thing is, so he can, a man can't make a mistake, he can't be wrong. My issue isn't, isn't him being wrong, you know, is the fact that when he speaks, he speaks with such confidence that how I and conviction and how do I, how, he, he doesn't, he isn't reserved in any way, mm. he speaks, he doesn't, he doesn't hedge his, 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 his bets in any way, he doesn't say, Well, you know, for now, this is how it's looking, but it's situation. No, he doesn't speak with any sort of reservation in his tone. He, he, because he's a, an actor, essentially, he's just, you know, there to spout platitudes and 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 and, and toe the party line his 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 concern is the accuracy of his information his concern is looking and sounding competent mm. or in command of the situation so he's talk shit and then so me now who said so which day i think should i listen to should it which time were you, you right know, confident because yeah. you speak with the same degree of confidence every time, All the time. Mm-hmm. so like when they when they came up with the idea to um to open up the vaccination to everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. as a free fall. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. As, as, because as I say, today is a rewind going back to the year. Yeah. When I saw that move, <laughs> I lost all faith. No, I didn't have much. Don't get me wrong. Mm. I didn't have much. 
Hell, but I lost all faith in them, you know. Because I was like, listen, the at that point, it was almost impossible to get with that they were doing the um the appointments, right? And it was almost impossible to get an appointment at that point. Yeah. I tried. Yeah, yeah. My wife and I tried. Yeah. <laughs> right? And couldn't get an appointment. Book up all over. Mm-hmm. Had to run a racket. Mm-hmm. Right? To get more than the vaccinated. It's a racket we had to run to, mm-hmm. to, to, for it to happen for them. You know what I'm saying? And then, bam, when they come to see, I was like, wait, hold on. So if it right now they did already, so is it that there's such a big disconnect between the people on the ground mm-hmm. who organizing and doing the, the vaccinating mm-hmm. and the leaders? And yeah. And to and to and to put it on the to try to put it on the health authority managers and so on. It's like to me that no, even if in fact that might be true, you know, the minister is not he is not himself supposed to be overseeing each and every site mm. but knowing how things happen in this country um you would have thought that they would have he would have done the most he could do to ensure that when they that when nothing kicked off they didn't have anything like what ended up happening mm. you know um so even if he had to get a reassurance from those regional health authority managers or whomever i i, I think even that it, it was you should have been satisfied that when you all do this thing we ain't gonna have people you know like it's a refugee camp right of- because the, the, the thing is and because remember at that point in time we were hearing a lot of talk about vaccine hesitancy the prime minister right, himself yeah, 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 was yeah. talking a lot about yeah. oh people and i was like Mm, I not see any level of vaccine hesitancy that they're speaking about. Right. And mm-hmm. I mean, you've seen people on, on social media talking about it mm-hmm. and, and I had to tell a few people, yo, there is not the real world. Yeah. Right? The Your 10 friends and the two of them who might be hesitant, that is not the real world. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's bigger than that, right? And I knew that because, as I said, trying to get my mother and my aunts and they who mm-hmm. were older and some of them with, with different uh, comorbidities mm-hmm. and whatnot, trying to get them vaccinated, we realized it was very, very hard to get out. So I was mm. like, clearly, it can't be hard if there's this great deal of hesitancy. Yeah. You yeah, understand? Yeah. I'm not saying there wasn't any at all, yeah. but clearly it wasn't as much as... And well, at the point, and remember we were saying this on the same, on the podcast, that the the, the Prime Minister um, was stoking up anger and, and he was kind of throwing fuel on the fire with respect to the vaccine hesitancy issue at a point in time where they didn't even have enough vaccines to give right. to those mm. who wanted it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you would have thought that, you know, a prudent leader would have been like, hey, let me just hush my mouth about that until it becomes an issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because right now... I'll, I'll go look bad. I'll, I'll, I, right now, I'm I, I, I talking like if I'm preparing for war with the vaccine hesitant, but there are people who want to get vaccinated. Hey, 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 hey. I, I give me my vaccine. I'm begging for it. Give me. So he should have waited until it actually like we in the situation now where everybody mm. could get it easy, easy, like easy. And now if you're dealing with hesitancy, then you, you you bring it up. But again, this is poor leadership because you think that helped the situation. I I don't know if it would have made a difference, but you think it helped the situation for him to be start to start talking like that preemptively because. What you've already begun to do is get people's 
back up like whoa 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 you talking to me like i's your child yeah yeah, yeah. And, and you you could tell me what is to inject in my body yeah, yeah i think obviously in reasoning with people better it would have i think the, the outcome would have been much much different um mm. just trying to be more reasonable i think some people because some people just do like to be told what to do and when to do it mm. and you don't have a right to that's the most important thing you you are a representative of the people you're not my ruler you know i didn't elect a father or i didn't elect anybody but mm. i certainly didn't elect them but the point is i didn't i even if i voted i wouldn't have been voting for a daddy i would have been mm. voting for a representative you're not a ruler of the people you're a representative of the people yes you do have a certain uh, the, the government whoever is in government has a certain degree of power due to the or, or stemming from the constitution that will allow them to take certain actions that could be deemed to be ruling over people but ultimately you are not your role is not to tell people what to do. The role of any government, the central role of any government is to protect the rights of their citizens, right? That is the central role. Mm. All the other shit the government is getting to, you could argue whether that is, they should be doing that or not. Many of those things could be done much better if the government stayed to fuck out of it. But the thing, the reason, the fundamental reason why a government has to exist or people feel a government needs to exist is that People won't, people's rights, individual rights would not be protected if somebody didn't have a monopoly on the use of power. Mm -hmm. If I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't rely on you to respect my, my right to life if there wasn't a police officer to make sure that if you try to kill me, you'll end up in a, right. So that's the role of the government. So the government is there to protect your civil liberties. So your civil liberties, actually, people would make it seem now as if that's, that's irrelevant to the topic. That should be the very first thing the government, Mm considers not whether they whether they have a uh whether they could find a loophole in the constitution to force it to take a vaccine or not and, and, but the thing is and and i think what we have we have seen throughout this thing throughout the year and probably since last year mm-hmm. is that they are all willing to to press on your civil li- on, your, on your civil liberties yeah and and so in that case is can we say that the government is is out of line they are yes, not just the government. All these asshole um, legal commentators who come in to make constitutional arguments for the the case for mandates and all that, but all of them are out of line. All of them. They and it is it stems from the uh, from the from the, the 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 fact that we ultimately do not really respect civil liberties. We claim we do and we pretend mm-hmm. we do, and when it's convenient. So you know, if we don't want to be harassed by the police, we all of a sudden we have civil liberties. But if there's something that we feel, all those all those people who talking about, yeah, mandate the vaccine. Like, when did you become the ruler of my body? Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? How? Where? Where do you have? How? Forget whether it even makes sense with the fact that the, the vaccine is the virus spreads through the vaccinated like nothing. Mm. Forget all that. I mean, why? Why are you so eager? You know, why, if you really respected civil liberties, you should, you would be starting from the premise of, I don't want to force somebody to do nothing. Mm. And I I could, I could hear an argument where you could say, I don't want to brother, but this or that and how we could, how we could find a way around. Mm. But it should always be with civil liberties in the very middle of the mm. discussion. And we all branching off from there and we see okay, how can we achieve what we want to achieve well, without, without doing that? But the thing is, one of the things that people would say, um, and I, I mean, obviously we discussed all these things before, right, and, but and we, yeah. you know, we, we recapping. Um, people would say, but, but we know this doesn't make sense, right? Yeah, but, yeah I know what you're right? going to say. But yeah. they would say that, 
But when you do take it, you now could hamper my life. Right. Which, you know, whether you vaccinate or not. Right. Right? And if you're vaccinated, then I should be able to do less harm mm. to you. Mm. Should be able to do no harm, but okay, I should be able to do less harm mm-hmm. to you. Um, then you might get the argument that the nurses and, and the hospitals, mm-hmm. because what they say, 90% now are the people who are in mm-hmm. the hospital and are dying. Mm-hmm. I think 90% we need to 99% or something. So are the people who die now? I, listen, I, I don't know about those figures. Just over the past month, well, I mean, I shouldn't, I don't know about everything yeah. going on, but I just find it very strange that I'm hearing those figures. And just in the past month, I know of four people who were fully vaccinated who passed away. And mm-hmm. they be they, they are being counted as COVID deaths. So I just find that really, really strange. The only people I know who've died from COVID in the past f- five months have been fully vaccinated individuals. So I just find it really, really strange when I hear those figures. Right. But let's assume they are right. Right. So, and then they would say, well, so, you know, you're tying up the thing. Yeah. Right. And th- And my thing is, it is not an absolute. No rights are absolute. Mm-hmm. So that you have a somebody making that argument would have a very good point. That in order to protect, to ensure all of us have our civil liberties protected, it might mean some infringement on the rights of individuals to do what they want to do. And that's okay. But if we were really having a discussion about that, then the argument would kind of cease when the vaccines aren't stopping the spread. You would have thought that if you were really somebody who didn't want to force people to take this thing, once it once it was found that it, it wasn't stopping any spread, it should have made it easy for you. It's like, oh, okay, well, if it is something, well, then it really is just me are protecting. So then I don't need to care about you. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Because I could get it from a vaccinated person. I could get it from an unvaccinated person. All but I'm really the doing- The most important thing is if I have it, it, can, it might kill right, me. Right, all I'm doing is I'm preparing myself for the inevitable running I will have with the virus. And therefore- um, I, I'm doing the, the, well, the best I can, and if the best I can, I feel is with the vaccine. You know, as, then, I just, as you just said, um, preparing yourself for the inevitable running with the with the with the with, virus. Right. I think that is a conversation that we needed to have. We don't. They're not going to have it because they want you to feel that they want to keep using this argument about protecting you from protecting. They want to use the argument that the. the I could force you to get vaccinated to come to work because we are protecting other people. Mm-hmm. It will undermine the argument if you told everybody, hey, hey, this thing ain't going away and you will catch it at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, next year, next, it doesn't matter. And, and in many cases, if you're vaccinated and in relatively good health, you probably want to catch it now mm-hmm. as opposed to as you get older and your, your immune system ceases to function well and so on and so forth. So you should actually, if you've done all you can do to prepare yourself by, you know, getting vaccinated and boosted and whatever, whatever, you would probably prefer to meet it now than four years down the road. Mm-hmm. Because four years down the road, you might miss some booster shots, you mightn't get vaccinated, or you might, you're naturally getting older and sicker, you might develop a comorbidity mm-hmm. and you catch it then, then that's a, uh, that's, that's, that's a problem. So that discussion you're trying to have, they will never want to introduce that discussion because it undermines the arguments they will have for forcing but people to take he, it. And I think that is the problem when, when politics... And science meet up now. Eh? Mm-hmm. When they jam up on the junction, that is really back and all is me. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I think most people in science would, would tell it that by now. And most people in science mm-hmm. would say, yeah, we're going to now. At the end of the day, this is going to hit most people. You know? mm-hmm. I think they will tell it that. And, and It's endemic. They, they've used that language already. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that if, if that is the case, then it's going to become something that is cyclical. 
it's never going to stop me. Well, I shouldn't say never, but it's not likely. No, there's no evidence it's going to stop mutating. It's there's you're not going to vaccinate the virus away. Mm-hmm. All you can do is prepare yourself so you have as much protection as possible when you finally encounter it. But like I say, they're not going to. They don't want to introduce that discussion because then how are you going to say? Well, you know, you you unvaccinated. You're a threat to the people around you. Mm. No. No, you can't have that argument. And that argument is 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 being used to guilt trip, to bully, to do whatever, to 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 uh, to justify things that are unjustifiable, which essentially are mandates. Now, listen. I had this discussion with a friend of mine the other day. And it the government's desire or the objective to raise vaccination numbers. Nothing's wrong with that, you know. Nothing's wrong with that. I could completely understand why they'd want to do that. You know, everybody, boy, thing, they're getting paid to promote this thing and mm. there's some new world order thing, thing, thing. Now, I I'm, can't say whether there's a new world order trying to be established or not, but if there is, I don't think the board Keith Rowley and Kamala Prasad Bissessa and all these people into mm. a room and got them in, involved mm. in the in, in, in the in the in the in the conspiracy. So I don't think it, no, you don't, and you don't even have to reach there. It's a rational thing. They want to get back to the economy performing as best as it can, and they think the best, the only way to do that is to administer vaccines, as many vaccines as possible, so we have the least amount of um, hospitalizations. Not because they care about you or me mm. or whatever, but they would care about a broken healthcare system because mm. that'll look good. So, and all of these things are just tools that they're using to get those numbers up. But the problem is that, again, it comes back to leadership. I, I don't have an issue with the objective. I just, because you have very few tools in your leadership belt, you, you, you are undermining your objective. Because when you say things to people that don't make sense, then the people will, 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 will be like, well, it had to be a conspiracy. Mm. Because why are you forcing me to take this thing? And when I take it, I could still get it. And then I have to take, one, you're telling me, oh, to vaccinate, operate. And then, but then, I got the vaccine again three months later, and then again three months later, and then again three months later. What is this? And then you don't want to hear any discussion about early treatment to keep people out here. Mm. Nothing like that. Nothing. You're only talking about vaccines. But that's because these dum dums, some clongs advising them, telling them, well, that's the way you can't. You can, if you if you talk about if you say anything negative or you allow any negative talk about the vaccine, it will lead to vaccine hesitancy. So you you keep one message, even if the message don't make sense. Mm. <laughs> And that is what is undermining. They're not having a, they're not attempting to reason with the public of Trinidad and Tobago like they're adults. They're trying to treat you like how a, ch- a parent would treat a child. Hey, mm. I, I force you to eat your vegetables. I, 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 I can make up whatever story I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, just eat your vegetables. Mm. And then once you eat your vegetables, I don't care what you do after that. So. And, and then the thing is then, then the child, which is normally happen, the child now will start to get a, brighter right the child exactly. started to get older and then start to build resentment towards right. their parent because they're like but, but wait now you was lying to me you understand my parents they were lying to me yeah. you understand what i'm saying the things they were saying weren't making sense, sense yeah now you would say well i was trying to get it to do what good for you to eat your vegetables uh, right but the and you could make the argument with it when you deal with children that maybe that's what you have to do because you can't reason with an eight-year-old or mm. seven-year-old and their argument would be, well, you see, the average individual can't understand all the information. I don't care. No, I don't think that would be the argument. Well, I know if you have if you pin them down and yeah, you have to, if I, you have to pin them down because they wouldn't want to say that because then 
No, <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, but what I'm saying, if you pin them down, like if you get, because like, people will make that argument on their behalf. Like, yeah, I've said yeah. that to many people. They're like, well, boy, but you remember everybody bright like you, you know. So they, you saying if they give people the information, they'll make, they could make their own choices, and so, but they know that that is the case. So they, they talking to, they, they governing at the lowest common denominator. Then as mm. they, 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 they governing for the the, 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 the most retarded of us. I don't want to hear that. That's not that to do with me. I could reason. So let me make a decision. Give me the information. But, and nah, well, I think I had to push back here, you know. And I think that is one of the reasons I want to leave this country, you know. I think because they governing to sue the lowest common denominator. But I think the lowest common denominator is the majority of this country. I don't, I, I'm not doubting that. I think the lowest common denominator is probably the majority of most countries. Mm. Most countries on, on planet Earth. Um, very few exceptions. Even the United States, I would think the lowest common denominator is. I, yeah, the, I agree. The, I mean, the, well, of the course, there's a whole different conversation mm-hmm. because the thing is, I think there's a, a in in bigger countries. I think there's an opportunity for it to kind of be to stick more around the people. Right, mainly in the states because even in a country like Canada, where it's, it's humongous, it, there isn't much. There isn't much diversity in terms of the way people live and behave. Mm. There isn't much different. I mean, I've never been to BC, but I've, I have enough people who in BC. It's not much different from Ontario. Alberta, you could say, might be slightly different because it's a little bit more conservative in how mm. they operate. But that's, that's a very monolithic com- country when it comes to how they think. Mm. So, is but in the states where they have, there is a lot of diversity in the way in the um, in the way people behave, think, and operate. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, so I, I think I think that is it. I think they understand that I I trying to address the masses, so mm-hmm. I will address them like like this. The people who so who, who think they're bright, we can go deal with them, or the people who who, who bright and nah, it don't make sense trying to talk to them. They're any the minority. I, I I wouldn't disagree, but my 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 argument would be that that is not the contract we sign up for that i didn't know that that's how western democracies and western style democracies were supposed to operate i didn't elect i keep saying this i didn't elect a, a daddy mm-hmm. who is to going to make decisions on my behalf as to what's best for me and then push me in that direction like no no that i we are supposed to be electing representatives and those and what we uh, what we allow those representatives to do is to is simp- is guided by the rules of the constitution. The constitution sets the, the laws govern us. The constitution governs them, mm-hmm. right? And so we elect representatives, and the only things those representatives aren't supposed to do on at our request are things that they can't do, you know, because our constitution our constitution would 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 not allow it to take place. So for instance, yes, you could see if, if we had a, if we had a referendum tomorrow and 90% of people say, all right, we should enslave Venezuelans who come here. They, they come here, they're looking for mm. uh, some help. We should be able to use them as free labor. So, you know, we get it, we house them or wherever. And, we, and 90% of people say that. And, but our legislature shouldn't be allowed to enact something like mm. that, even though it is the will of the people because it violates the terms and conditions set out in our constitution. Those are values that we as a people have said, nah, that's not, those are, that is a right that mm-hmm. no matter what the objective is, we can't do that. That's how it's supposed to operate. 
but not that we elect a mommy and mommy decides, well, you know, this is what's best for the people. So, you know, I and, and I make up my mind that that's what's best. I've spoken to all these unelected technocrats, right? Mm. I didn't elect Parasram. Yeah, mm. you understand? I didn't elect whoever it is they're talking to. I didn't elect the WHO. You know what I mean? Mm. I didn't ask it. I didn't vote for the WHO to be my representative for the, the WHO to have a, a, a firm grip on how I live my life. I didn't do any of that. So, and none of us did. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, so um so they are supposed to be representing us and that means that even if it's the lowest common denominator you're trying to talk to nah you have a different program for them mm-hmm. you understand what i'm saying but when you speak to the people of Trinidad, you, i don't think the average iq level in barbados is high much higher than Trinidad and tobago but look how me and motley deals with the people over there. I, well, I mean, that comes down to the individual and... and Precisely. Yeah, and the... Precisely. The, the, because, you know it come like? Let me tell you what it come like. You ever, you ever see some... You ever went somewhere and meet someone and, and the person just try to talk to everybody like they ship it, but yeah, then they meet yeah. somebody else and they just yeah. try to talk to everybody like normal, common people and the people who don't understand, they mm. try to break it down for right. them. Exactly. So, I think that's the difference. Yeah. Me and Motley, you're going on. I'm going to talk to, try and talk to everybody as normal as possible and... No, I, I think it's also because, and and again, I don't live in Barbados, so and we, you know, yeah. we we talked about this yeah, for this this year. Excuse me, I I don't live in Barbados, so I don't know Mia Motley, her, her demeanor all the time. Mm-hmm. But specifically, when she spoke about the vaccines, what you can tell from Mia Motley is that she has respect for people. Mm-hmm. So, and because she has respect for the people who may hold a different opinion on the efficacy or safety of the vaccines, and she doesn't think they're retarded people that we just mm-hmm. need to just, you know, shut them up and move on. Because she, she, and she kept saying that we have to deal with this with respect. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think yeah. it's because she understands that, or she herself actually does hold a level of respect for the people that she governs. The people we have here they don't. They, don't, yeah, they think yeah. they're lords mm. and they think that you, if you disagree with what they say, you aren't worthy of their respect. So therefore, and that's why all of them so quick to say mandated because they, 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 they just think that the people who have any disagreement, who see this any different way, they think you're a clown, you're, mm. you're, you're, you're an idiot and you're, you're, your voice because shouldn't matter we, in the we, public square. We have, we have built a society for a while now um, built on segregation Right? And whether it be, because I don't care nobody tell me, both political parties push our race agenda, whether it be indirectly or they push our race agenda, mm-hmm. which is a form of segregation within the mm-hmm. country, right? Yeah. And then, then they, they, they try to push it now with, with vaccinated, like against unvaccinated. Right. Yeah. And then they push it with, with I don't want to say supporters, but or people supporting what they want to do against people who don't support what right. they want yeah. to do, mm-hmm. rather than you know, take the position of let me hear and understand right, right. your side of it. Precisely, precisely. There's none of that. That is completely vacant. Well, not vacant, it's absent, sorry. Mm-hmm. That's completely absent. There's none of that. There's no, all right, let's reach across. And that's, remember, Mia Motley said, I want to come to you yeah. to find out. Now, I don't know if she actually did that, but again, the way you speak to the people makes a huge difference. So, I would suspect that somebody in Barbados who is hesitant would feel, I'm not saying they will take it, mm. but they will feel a lot more comfortable hearing their leader speak like that. 
because they're leading. And she said, there are people in my family who they don't believe yeah. in holistic medicine and they don't believe in that. They're like, they're not on that. So how I go treat people like, mm. you know, and when I keep telling you where I don't think Dr. Rowley wants to force people. And I kept, and my mind, I'm keep saying, I think it's because he knows people like that, you know, mm. being from Tobago and probably have plenty of people who are close to him who would like, nah, i not on that. You know what I mean? Mm. And hopefully that would, 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 seep in it will help you to have some respect for the people who might see things differently but it doesn't come out in how he speaks he just keeps fueling this re this this fire and you were talking about segregation in our country a big divide as well is a class divide well right yeah, well, uh, everything is I, I know that because yeah. i tell people i think we have a bigger class divide than a race divide yes but the thing is i, I just don't know where it came from and i, I can't mm -hmm. see that that any particular person push it now well, I think that happens in any society when people begin, be, begin to become prosperous. Because when you now live in a country where there's the elite and they seem untouchable, and then the rest of us, mm. everybody else kind of on the same level, then you don't find that divide because it's, it's really just the proletariat and yeah. the rulers. But what's that? once prosperity started sipping and certain people start to feel like they're elite now, and the middle, you, you, you get a middle class, a burgeoning middle class, and then those middle class, they want to distance themselves as much as possible from the ruffians. Mm -hmm. So they try, they, they try to mimic the behavior of the mm -hmm. elites. You know what I mean? And that's what you're seeing taking place in Trinidad and Tobago. They've made it seem, and it's happening around the world, but they've it, they've essentially put it, they've they framed it from the perspective of the bright, the intelligent, the reasonable. The, the 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 constructive members of society view the situation this way and the people who don't i.e the unwashed the ruffians mm. the they are the they, they, they are the ones who are talking about global conspiracy and bill gates pointing in mm. in, in, in putting nanobots in vaccine and, so you don't have to take them on you don't have to, so when you ask uh 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 a elite in this country and by elite i mean i don't just mean like, you know, polit political elite. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, you ask one of these senior councils and whatever, whatever, they start to puff up the chest on, yeah, well, you know, I don't understand why anyone should... Because they haven't even... I'm sure many of them who given long-winded opinions about these things, they don't even know much of the facts regarding the efficacy of the vaccine yeah, 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 when it comes yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to limiting spread. Because they're still saying shit like, well, yeah, yeah, but you have to... It's, it's reasonable for the government to take this to protect workers. But it's not protecting anybody. It's not protecting anybody from, con, con, from, from, from contracting the virus. Now, again, if you want to talk about you know um protecting the healthcare service that's a different argument mm. and we could we could propose different things for that you could say listen if you come in due to complications from covid and you're not vaccinated you don't have access to the hospitals you don't mm -hmm. now people will say they will look heartless or they go look yeah but at least, but what are they go say but what how else you want us to deal with it we, we we've asked you to get vaccinated and you don't seem to believe in the vaccine you say you could fight it off well then fight it off. Don't mm. come and don't come to the public hospital when you can't fight it off, when you made them uh, uh when you overestimated your health. And again, I don't want to see that in Onado. Mm. I'm simply right. saying yeah. if the issue is the situation, then we could come at it from a different angle. Well, I think I think if you just tell people, first of all, I mean it's unfortunate that the, the wrong message went out from the start, right? Mm. Um but because as you said, if people had just reserved their their they're talking points a bit and wait and observe mm, yeah. as the scientists were doing. Right. Because the, as I said, the politics got involved and the politics is the politics really spewed the stupidness, you know. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. Because yep. the scientists, a lot of the scientists were saying, 
We waiting to see. Time right. will tell. Right. Give it time. Right. And right. these Timmits were saying, um, see, trust, it's effective. And, and trust the science. Yeah. And the scientists were like, well, we waiting to see too. You know? Right. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because science is analyzing data and we can only have data when time passes. Right. Right. So, um, I, if, if they had just follow, because I, in my opinion, after a while, I thought the prime minister, the minister, and they, they should not have been the people mainly speaking in these press conferences. Mm-hmm. I think the medical professionals should have been the ones speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, at least taking the lead, mm-hmm. right? If, if you're coming to implement lockdowns, obviously the medical yeah. professionals couldn't be the ones to, yeah, to, to yeah, do yeah. that, right? Yeah. But, and I think we might have probably had... I don't, I don't think so. You don't not, think not so? Not in this country. Because I don't, I haven't... I haven't seen any of those. I don't watch the press conferences often, mm. but I haven't seen any clippings from them where I felt got the impression that there was any great amount of analysis coming from the people who... Well, you see, yeah, here's my thing, right? And I mean, I, I could be very much wrong with this, but I, I've always felt like the, the health officials, they were saying not what needed to be said, but what they thought... I'm not saying that somebody tell them what to say. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yes, right. I know you're going. Right, but I felt like the, the the they were saying what they thought the government wanted Once them, them to, wants to, them say, to say. Yeah, which yeah. is which is which happens. It happens not here alone. Happens everywhere. Yeah, yeah. When you're working for the government, yeah, you you try not to say things yeah. that may piss them off or I, go against their their agenda. And not just that. I think a lot of them feel they have the authority to lie to you if they feel they're lying for a noble cause. Mm. They feel like even if they're misstating or overstating something, it's in service of a good. They, they, just like somebody, you're looking at some of these media outlets now, and they they seem to think it's their job to advance the cause of promoting right, vaccine yeah. mandates mm. i see enough articles you know on the on the lead page the opinion pieces on the lead page of some of these websites when did opinion pieces get to the lead pa- i saw i saw uh, uh, on the ex- I was the express i don't want to misspeak so i ain't gonna say which which mm. publication but there was a a, a a thing um where you see news you, you click on the, fr- the home page and it's, it's just news articles right and you see news headlines amongst the news headlines was something saying mandate the vaccines now so when I clicked it, I was like, who's this saying that? Who is this? Yeah, I did. Who's the official? It was a letter to the editor. Mm, yeah, I, I've been seeing a lot of that from Express. From the Express, you see it on social media. You, yeah. They, they, and they have these these jarring headlines that make it, what? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Then, you, and then you read it and it sees an opinion piece. Right, exactly. Yeah. And and But the opinion piece is only going in one direction. And I, and I haven't seen any saying, this is why we should not mandate yeah. vaccines. So don't tell me it's just sens- sensationalism because they're trying to capture your 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 they want to get the click so yeah. they get the put the most sense because you could put something in the opposite direction yeah, and yeah. Just put something sen- and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's just as sensational so they seem to think I believe that it's their role to promote vaccination that's not because everybody feels like hey listen I have to do my part to bring this yeah. thing no you could do that you could you do that in your personal life but a newspaper shouldn't be doing that. Uh, a media house shouldn't be doing that. A doctor shouldn't be doing that. Uh, you know, a, a, a medical um, expert who's being called on to re- to just relay information to provide the information that the, the the government would be used to make their decisions and the public can use to understand the decisions mm. being made. It's not your job to come up here and and say, well, oh, well, you know, if I had to overstate things or understate things or whatever to frighten people a little bit, and it's all in. Again, is the the back to the parent and the child. Yeah. Uh, 
if I if I if I tell you a story about a boogeyman on lay a bed if you don't eat your vegetables, I mean it ain't done a boogeyman on lay a bed, but but okay, healthy then you get strong, right? Right, healthy, right? And but then you grow up with trauma, and uh, you understand, and and more importantly, as children, I am not your child, mm. you understand. So um, the thing is, I, I wanted to touch on some other things quickly, mm-hmm. um, as you see, like with doctors and whatnot. And I'm, I'm hearing something a lot now. Obviously, we could be lying. I don't know, right? But I've heard from a few people within the last, I would say, month, mm-hmm. where people went to their doctors, and this is obviously private doctors, right? I don't know if they operate in the in the public health yeah. care system yeah. as well, right? Um, and they went and they were sick, right? They had some COVID-like symptoms. Flu-like symptoms. And, or let's say, mm. flu-like symptoms, yeah. which some are like, like what COVID consists mm. of as well. And their doctors tell them, nah, nah, that's that just a, a flu attack going around. Mm, yeah. And would advise them not to get, um, not to get tested. Yeah. I think that is really dangerous, you know? Well, they could be trying to protect the health facility. They could be saying um, that... Uh, I mean, uh, they may, if if they have some connections with the public health facilities, they may also be advised to do that, to, you know, leave leave the wards for the people who are seriously sick. Um, I didn't talk about the wards, but at least if they get tested, they might, because the thing is, when they tell people they have a regular flu, then these people would would, would move around like normal. They would live their lives like normal. The doctor Mm. tell them, well, well, quarantine. they should quarantine, you know. Mm. No, the doctors, none of it have flu going around. Mm. And it's have this headache thing and, and you're losing your sense of taste and smell and whatever, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, they'll, they'll be tough over it. Um, I think that that things like that could help with the spread of, of what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, well, you don't think, I think, you're saying think. It would, it would. Right, it yeah. Would, yeah. So... I think that's a bit scary. And um I, I agree that it would help, but I could see why it it might be the best thing to do. Listen, I, this is just anecdotal, of course. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not having I'm I've done any scientific study or anything like this. But there are a couple of people who I spoke to who were COVID positive who said that their symptoms got worse as soon as they got the positive diagnosis. And I think that's mental. I think that's, you know you have COVID, so now you feel like this is, it, this is something that could kill me. Mm-hmm. And that seems to have some sort of physiological effect on people. I, all right, so, okay, so let's get into to our story, you know, right? right. My story, you um, So... So happened that my younger daughter, she she got ill, right? Um, she got started a complaint of headaches, however. Mm-hmm. Everything seemed like just flu like stuff. Then my wife started because my wife was taking care of her and whatnot and she wasn't feeling well, so my wife went and slept with her and right. Um and then my wife started to, to feel ill as well. Mm-hmm. And so we decided, we made a decision, and she started feeling, you're going on, you always stay so, I will stay mm-hmm. separate, right? We weren't sure if it was COVID yet, 
but we were like, let's take this, this precaution at the end of the day, right? Um, even if it's not COVID, still, I don't want to get sick, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and because we both have jobs that we do have sick leave and whatever, right? So, like, all right, so let's stay so on that side of the house, I will stay on this side of the house, and we'll see how it goes. Um, after a while, my wife started to feel better. And well, my daughter, she, she felt better in about three days. Mm, let's say five days. That's long. Right? Mm. Um, let's say three to five days because she's, her, her sickness started coming on only Tuesday. They went to get tested the Saturday. And by the Saturday, she was, my daughter was fine. My wife, sickness started coming on only Thursday. And most of the, the issues went by the Saturday when they went to get tested. Mm. They went to get tested this Saturday. And here now, more than, it took more than three weeks to get back a call mm-hmm. from the testing facility. You know? <laughs> yeah, she lucky she get back a call. I right? know plenty of people who never got a call. Anyhow. Um, Regarding the results of the test that re- Right. Yeah. Now, she did make some calls and, mm. you know, she knows a lot of people. Ever. One of the major reasons she went to get tested too is, is because um, the nature of her job is with interacting with people very closely and she didn't want, obviously, to, to be spreading anything. So she yeah. said, it's best I go and, and check and find out. After some days where she was almost completely back to normal yeah. and she just said, like, here, yeah, okay, let me go and test. So we end up going to test privately, spend all our money. Yeah. I mean, fortunate. Fortunately, enough for us that we have the the, the money to spend on that, right? Right, right? Yeah. and then that, that just came back positive. Um, so you're like, all right, cool. We just continue with what we were doing. They living and keeping separate. I staying away from them or whatever the case may be. Mm. Um, we didn't test my daughter though because she was like real good at that point. By that time, yeah. yeah. So um, as I said, my wife was mostly good at that point. It's just she was song and nasal, but. She mm. was good at right? So we was like, we were like, all right, cool. This is what's going on, this mm. situation, right? Um we had a lot of stuff there stocked up to start to take vitamin D. And I'm not advising anybody to take these things, but right? Mm-hmm. Vitamin D, saying K, mm-hmm. um, and well, of course, vitamin C. Um, well, you could probably see it on the camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, James not a good sponsor by dog boy. <laughs> Ultra farm, what we gonna do? Mm-hmm. Anyhow, yeah. Um, then after the, the, uh, significant period of time passed, we say, like, cool, we need from the, from the, the hospital, the, the facility, hospital, yeah. right? The public facility, right? Testing facility. So you say we go in and, and spend the money and yeah. do test again to see what going on so she could get back to working. Yeah. And then we went and we spent our money again and yeah. it came back negative. And yeah. so she started back to work, however the case may be. Mm. And in my... And you should mention as well that she did the uh, mandatory quarantine period. Eh? Yeah, well, right, eventually, yeah. The, I say, eventually period of time right. waiting for, right? And then, right. well, yeah, she had the time that they, they allotted her because... You know, you know people yeah. do it, you know, yeah. because they might hear you talk and say, well, you feel... Or they, or they went and gave you the test so you feel you could go is when he, 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 you had to follow the, the, the public health authorities' right, guidance, yeah. guidelines with respect to quarantining. So, yeah. Right. Um, but the thing is, so... I, at this point, I, I I would say that the Trinidad and Tobago healthcare system has failed. You know? I think it it has I, I, it, it has collapsed. Well, at least test inside of it. I think it. it well, 
I, 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 I hear you, and uh, I ain't gonna disagree. I ain't gonna say mm. that it, you know, it, it's in tip-top shape. But I mean, I that is something I never would have expected for them to have under wraps at all. Like mass testing, getting back to people, and I never felt our healthcare system would ever be able to deal with that. But 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 you so see, the thing not, is, so not it, it, on a surprise. That's the point right, that you make. No, yeah. but the thing is. Once again, these people would come on, on the TV and they would make these statements. If you're feeling anything, yeah, yeah. go and get tested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so, and, and then you go and get tested and three weeks pass. And I, okay, so just now, let me, uh, sorry, I, I didn't see this part of it. They went, because as I said, we were separated, right? We, we kept apart. So they went to get tested, right? And they went and they reached, they were advised to reach seven o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. They didn't open the facility till 11 o'clock mm-hmm, the mm-hmm, day. Mm-hmm. So right? you have people who are presumably symptomatic. Who And the reason why they're there to be tested is because they feel they might they have COVID. F- right, they feel they right? might have COVID. And the majority of them probably symptomatic. That's why they right. feel they might have COVID. And you have them there for these long hours. Yeah. Right? Now, the next thing is, if somebody going to get tested and then they... After you and me waiting an hour or two, mm-hmm. nah, Dan, I'm not going through that. Especially somebody who who don't have the, the money to go somewhere. Right, nah, I'm not right. going to see this me going to that. And they turn mm. their back and they go and they go and live their life. How right. they live their life? They jump back in a taxi and yeah, right. Yeah. And these are the kind of things that are going on that nobody's talking about, obviously. And will obviously not help people getting tested. It would help with the, with the spread. So I think I think we are doing more damage. Well, we we we. And this is a lot of countries in general, not just here in Trinidad and Tobago. Because look at what happened. They were testing in the States. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know what happened across there, though. Well. Because so, they were testing good yesterday. No, well, what they were, <laughs> they were talking about, from the middle of the year, they were talking about making home testing kits right. more widely available. So that as they begin to move away from lockdowns and kind of rely on people to make wise decisions, they would be able to do that because they would have the home testing kit. So, uh, and, and it was specifically supposed to be in place by the holiday time because what people want to know is, should I go and see my granny? Because, Mm. you know, and so if you have a home testing kit, it becomes easier to do that, easier to make your travel plans and so on. But they just didn't have the supply in place. Um, the president is claiming that nobody expected to re- to have to for it to be such a priority because nobody saw Omicron coming. Right. The, so is it that the testing kits that they had, the government had, mm-hmm. is it that they they stopped ordering them or they they just didn't? Well, I don't know what was the cause of the 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 shortage, the inability to have well, the that, stock. That's why I'm trying to figure out. How would end up because well, but but no, but you see, you were talking about they were testing all the time. They didn't home testing kits is not what they had. No, no, I know. Yeah. Well, right, this is what I'm saying. But people were able to go there and get free tests. Mm-hmm. But they were to come back to Trinidad. People who right who were in Miami. but that's not but that is not as now that Omicron is out. What is happening is that getting tested is a is not as easy as it used to be right. because mm-hmm. lots more people feel they have Omicron right. and want to get tested now. So in what they were claiming to do was, in preparation for that, have a large supply of home testing No, I kits. understand that, but yeah. I just trying to figure out, did they, did they put a stop to the kids they were ordering for the government to have? Well, or is it that there's really so much more? They, they keep the normal flow coming if they were ordering, let me just say, 100,000 mm. tests per state. 
all mm. the time, every month or every right. week. Well, it, 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 what the critics of the current administration's handling of the situation are claiming is that um, they did not make the necessary orders mm. in order to secure the supply in time for the holiday season. And the, they, the president is claiming that they never would have been able to anticipate the demand they would have had because they would not have seen Omicron coming. But that Omicron was never supposed to have any impact right. on their supply, their securing of a supply of home mm. testing kits. That's the claim. That's the argument that's being made against them. And the argument they are making, that Joe Biden is making essentially is that, well, listen, I didn't see this Omicron thing coming. I didn't know they would have this mass, yeah. this, this this massive demand for the home testing kits. We thought we had testing down pat. So that's the ins and outs. But in terms of coming back to Trinidad, um, listen, there's a lot of pretense, things that we, that the, that the government pretends they can control, but they're not really in, a, in, 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 we don't have the infrastructure to control it. We don't have the, uh, we don't have it. We just don't, we quite simply don't have the infrastructure in place to put, to, 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 to be able to provide that level of service that we claim we, 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 we could provide, but it, don't say that on the right in, in, and, on the pulpit. And, and exactly and on the pulpit. But you know the podium, yeah, 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 the podium yeah. here. Um, but I mean, there is up, there is up really like they're like, preaching, like they're preaching for free. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, um, and I think uh, no, this is not the first time I've had that that experience because I think it, when it was chicken gunya or one of them other weird things, mm-hmm. right? And um, same younger daughter had um. Apparently, big one like she do get sick. Anyhow, mm-hmm. yeah, she had fever and whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we decided to, you know, and they were saying, you know, carry them to get whatever and to whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, but I remember in Chicken Gunia, they were just giving you a diagnosis based on symptoms. Right? Um, mm-hmm. No, but I think I, I think they, they had some shot or something, so you could have gotten something you could have gotten at some point. I can't remember that chicken. Mm-hmm. One of these things and they were saying that you could go and, right? And they went and stayed in the hospital from, I think, maybe about nine o'clock in the morning till about three o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And then they tell them, I th- I th- I, or they needed they, they, a specific testing for what it was. And they're like, well, now, nah, well, we really do have that, that test here, you know, all mm-hmm. run out after keeping them there nearly all day. And they, they, they listen to them talk, they listen to the minister talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go on. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah, the early of COVID, when my younger daughter, she got sick in early, stages and she um they they took her to the um to the one in Aruka mm-hmm. the clinic and he said like okay we come to the test to see if it's COVID yeah, yeah. and they was like um she was in contact with anybody with COVID we don't know yeah <laughs> well and she was sick right she had fever and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. well yeah going on give her this and well, if she has in contact with anybody, COVID, you mean she'll call her right, to tell yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what? <laughs> but, I mean, um, I hear you, but you just should be aware that, you know, that story you gave about the long wait time and then mm. you're disappointed. That only happened here. No, I, I, yeah. not, I, I not say no. My, the thing <laughs> is, you're advising people to go. Mm. And the thing is, I, there's nothing wrong with having a long wait time if you get through. But, no, but not get through. I, I, the, I didn't personally experience it, but I saw that firsthand when I was in Canada. Mm-hmm. A friend of a friend of mine, who, while I was there, 
Um, I think uh, he thought he had alcohol poisoning and he went to the emergency room the evening. That was like nine o'clock because he was out and he started to feel unwell. And my friend was saying, should I go with him? But he said, now you go on his own or whatever. And he left. And then he came, she saw him the next morning and he was like, he left there at like four o'clock in the morning. No one had attended to him, but he started to feel better. So he left. All right. I, you know? That's still okay. My thing is, <laughs> those times they come to get a particular test or to get a particular mm. drug or whatever mm. the case may be. And you don't even have it. And I'm a waiter now, but you could, have, you could have tell me that when I reach. Yeah. You could have said, well, uh, based on what's going on here, it's about six more and it's about 10 people who want it. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get you. So you could probably go and try something else. Yeah. You understand what but, I'm saying? But, but the point I'm making is, if it could happen with just being seen by a doctor to, mm. for them to examine you properly and diagnose you, you think it would be happening with things like that? With testing? You feel it would have some facilities in the public healthcare system in some of these first world countries where... You know, you go and you think, oh, well, I'll get through. And you, you wait for hours and hours and never get what they tell you is going to get. All I'm saying is, don't feel that that'll happen in them mm -hmm. big, nice, so-called first world places. Um, I think we should give an honorary mention to the THA elections. Oh. As, a, as a story from 2021 that we didn't get a chance um. to talk about. Boy, honorary mention, boy. Yeah, it was, I mean, I think that's probably the biggest, probably the biggest, well, in my opinion, the biggest or the most impactful story um, thing that happened outside of COVID in Trinidad and Tobago this year. Mm. Um, well, it happened in Tobago specifically, but yeah. Mm. Um, and we didn't get a chance to cover it because we, yeah. yeah. Um, you okay. had COVID trials. So here we're going on with that, right? I have always said that Tobagonians, they are more willing to take the risk mm -hmm. when it comes to voting. I would also say that I think they are more um, mature politically. You think they're more mature? Yeah. When, right. And when I say mature, um, I think that they're willing to stand and make and make decisions. And but you don't think it's just because there is a they they don't have the risk. Well, that too, that too. Is, but is, is, is everybody's but, one. But, one color and here text yeah so the 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 there's not there's any tribal allegiance that will stop people from making a change right but uh, yeah i would i would admit that as well yeah that, i think that's a, i think that's the only thing that makes but, a difference but i mean when it had the like we when it had the the the, the nar became my nar had some strength there and mm. they were going up against pnm and you know what i'm saying mm. they still decided to make the choice Based on whatever they made decisions on, I I, mm -hmm. I I I don't know what it is. You know what? What I'm saying is he, he, the 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 reason why I, I, I suspect that what you're saying is that if they seeing things not going the way they wanted to go, they're not afraid to make a change. I think that happens. They're more prone to doing that than here in Trinidad and Tobago. In Trinidad, here in Trinidad, sorry, because there is no tribal allegiance to any particular party because everybody is the same. Everybody color, look right, yeah. Right? yeah. Everybody's mm. the same. So there's no. So in Trinidad, you would find. So what? Like, so you wouldn't say that's a degree of maturity, even though no. it stems from they just being a particular way. Because I think because we have the the two, it forces us to be sort sort of immature in our decisions. Well, I, I, I think it would be it it if it would have been a sign of political maturity if they made decisions based on 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 well I guess yeah I guess you could say 
the, the fact that they're doing it based on quote-unquote results makes it more rational as opposed to doing it based on race. So yeah, I guess in that, in that, and from that perspective, I guess you could say yes, they're more politically mature. But I think they only, they, they only are that way. They're not a special breed of people. They mm-hmm. only are that way because their they circumstance, yeah, their circumstance doesn't. It, so in Trinidad, people may want to make a change, but because the here texture and skin color thing is so important, they won't make the change because mm-hmm. they're afraid that given the next, given the next party, the reins would mean devastation on on their part so i just i just don't want to to i shouldn't say don't want to make the impression but i, I got the impression like you will feel like you know that like they, they they're generally more witted than trinidadians but i think it's not really that I, I think it's I, just, but you see I, I think they kind of when i say with it I, I, so let me do when i say with it exactly where, you, know. you know like you know like trinidadians are these we have completely backward ways of thinking when it comes to politics, but they are, you know, much more astute and they sit and they discuss matters in a rational manner. I don't... I, will, all right. I, I don't so I wouldn't say as far as that, but what I'll say is I think because of how small it is and they have reached to the people that they are voting for in most mm. situations, in most instances, I think they are more willing to and more willing and able to put those people feet to the fire. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I yeah. think that as well helps. Mm-hmm. You understand? So when I spoke to people who um because my wife have uh, my wife has some clients from Tobago, a significant amount of clients, strange, but mm-hmm. right. Um so I I was asking them when the election was coming up, you know what going on, how you feel. And so much of them will give you stories about how they know how they, they know all these people, how they knew these people personally. Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. On both on both sides. Yeah. And yeah. it's a yeah, it's a small island. Yeah. For those who are not from Trinidad and Tobago, it's a place with about what, six thirty thousand? I can't remember how much is that right now. Between I know it's a wide range because it's actually double, but it's between mm. thirty and sixty thousand. Right. And I don't believe it's sixty. I mean it's closer to thirty. Yeah. And they would and they would um they would tell you, well, listen, I know this one and this one going up against this one, mm-hmm. and this one is a better person. This one um when my, my wall had fallen down in yeah, the back of yeah. my house before there was even in politics, this one come with their friends mm-hmm. and they help it pay it back up mm-hmm. and we think and we drink our beer and we think whatever, whatever, whatever. And you know, they would say, but this one, you know. I one where I've been eating person just pass and hey, if all for a long way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they they're now voting based on actually knowing any people and what I guess in the people's hearts, if you want to put it like that. Mm-hmm. Some of them. Sixty thousand. Sixty thousand, yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess I, I You see, and that's my and that's my point. That had nothing to do with who should run a I sh- I I I I shouldn't elect you to to to, to head the Tobago health um house of uh, house of assembly because you helped me when my wall fall down. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So t- so when we say more politically mature, you know, that's the kind of thing I mean. Like, mm. what difference does that make? He could be a real helpful person, but incompetent. You, mm. you understand what I'm saying? Or, or or he might be competent, but if he has chosen a lot of incompetent people right. with him, mm. you, you know, so there are a lot of things that had that. And and when and to say that and and when I say that, it's not to say that very many places are politically mature, you know. Because if you speak to the, I can't remember who used to say it, but they used to say if you want the if you want to see the flaws of democracy, just talk to the average voter, mm. and you realize when you see what goes on in their brain yeah, as to yeah, yeah. why they're picking somebody, it just completely is detached from what from where it should be. The mm. important things don't matter. So 
things like you like we mentioned it. That is why that is why I was like putting a pause on the whole idea. Well, you see, the thing is, um, and I, I understand why you put a pause on it, but I could still say that that is a, a way better reasoning. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. To vote and where does he about here? <laughs> well, I mean, here what it is is fear. Is fear of the other. Is the yeah. fear and hatred. Fear of the other side gaining power and you being kept out of any opportunities and hatred of people of a different skin tone and and mm-hmm. and because yeah, texture. The thing is, it's one thing for somebody to help you when it's not their money spending, not or, yeah, 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 or yeah. they on government time and this what mm-hmm. they had to do. Yeah. But it's the next thing for somebody who doing it of their own time and of their own pocket. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that that person should be elevated. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that person in, in the group of we are custom coming yeah, across, yeah. I think I'm a prefer take my chance yeah, with that yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. You understand? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so what you think is the, what do we take away from the election? For Again, we should say for those right, who don't for, know. All right. The PNM who were in charge uh, in Tobago, the, uh, the Tobago 20. House of House of Assembly for the past twenty something years. Yeah, twenty one years. Right. Um, they got walloped at the polls. Um, how much did it be? Fourteen one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So they got uh, they they were they you know constitu- from a, a constituency standpoint they were walloped. Right now, in many cases, it it, it does sound a little bit more. Uh, it sounds a little worse than it actually was because in many of these cases they, they were very close. The, 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 each constituency, the difference between your constituency was like ten people yeah. and five. You, you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it does make it sound like if the PNM, you know, lost all support, but it really isn't. It's yeah. probably still half and half when it come when you well close to half and half when you add it up. But the point is, they lost the you know the control of the House of Assembly. What does that mean? If anything, do you think? Um, well, one, I, I, I have been saying this to a lot of these people that I, one, I don't think it means much because with PNM being at the the helm of central government, and in my opinion, I think they could be a bit vindictive. Mm-hmm. I think they. I mean, you mean for? Oh, you mean for the people of Tobago, yeah, people specific, of Tobago specifically? Okay, right. Um, uh, and and I don't think they would really go out of their way. To help because even when PNM was in charge of the Tobago House of Assembly, they were complaining <laughs> that central government wasn't doing enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that it's going to be worse even for that. Um, in terms of, can we say when you see something like that, it's, it's no, I think that's how Tobago does operate. I think, as I said in the well, past, they, they, well, they haven't done it for 20 something years. Um, well, true, true, but I, I also think that one of the reasons for that is when you have somebody like Watson Duke involved and majority of Tobago's population being um, workers of the THA and being co- basically government employees. He, he knows how to talk to government employees. Mm-hmm. He mm. knows how to... <laughs> you want to say that? Let me say that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think we should. Uh, yeah, we should <laughs> right? Like, mm. he, he knows how to talk to them. And I think he spoke to them in a way that, that he knows how to talk to government employees and they came out and did what they needed to do. Mm. Now we have to wait and see. I think eventually we'll see some bacchanal between him and, and Farley. Um, mm. I think Farley... Farley being the the um, the, the deputy... Le- not the deputy, he's the... He's no, the, well, he's the deputy leader of the party. Of the party, but... And he's the... But he's the elected member 
um to head the Tobago House right. of Assembly. Yeah. Yeah. And um so I think we'll see some some issues with that because at the end of the day PDP is kinda Watson Duke baby and Watson Duke mm-hmm. party. But now to have somebody else kinda leading mm-hmm. and I, I think I don't know for Ali personally, um I think I would have come across them a couple of times in those things Broadcast. we used to go and yeah. do in Tobago, right? Um he seems like he wants to change the political landscape a bit. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't know if I could say the same for for Watson Duke. Watson Duke. I think Watson Duke he just like what the, pol- the political landscape is. He talk shit, true talk, bullshit mm-hmm. and no real sustainable um policies. Right. So I I think we I just had to wait and see how it, how it unfolds. All right. Well, at this stage, I think it's best we get into the predictions for next year one time because mm. I w- it will lead. I will. I will start with 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 this one as we're talking about right. this. This is what I was trying to go with the question about yeah. the THA. So, what you predict for the PNM in twenty twenty one? What What do in, you in twenty twenty two? Sorry, the coming year. And by that, what I mean, what you predict? I, I what I lead into with mm. the Tobago House of Assembly question is. Do you believe that the PNM is beginning to come under an inordinate amount of pressure? And if you believe that, do you think it will have any? Because and I'm saying this because all throughout the year we've been kind of saying, well, not throughout the year because you haven't been doing yeah. this that much, but you know what I mean. Um, we've been kind of saying that the PNM's position in this country is safe because of how ineffective the no, I think it's opposition. Safe. I think it's opposition is. So no, right? So I'm so that's why I'm asking. Does this does this shatter that? Do you think? The 2022 could be a, a a pressure cooker year for for them. No, no, I think they're still safe because we can't judge Trinidad and Tobago based on what went on in Tobago. True, but it it is worth mentioning that we had a rerun of the Tobago House of Assembly elections because the one that was run before mm. then when it, when it was uh constitutionally mandated ended in a 6-6 six, six tie. tie yeah mm-hmm. and we went from that to to the, the pnm almost being wiped out of well, the see, still in the space of a year well the thing is but you know admitted it or not that it was still real close right it, it was it, i mean it just trickled across we didn't check it plenty of them we were now one of them, we now about two or three or yeah, four, yeah, yeah, four yeah. votes and that kind of thing. Right. So it's not to say, I mean, yes, the end result seems like they get washed, mm-hmm. but they were still very close. So it was it but, just yeah, really but, took a few hundred people, right, to, to make a, to make to, to make to to make a, well probably probably a thousand and something people to shift the balance right, of power, right? right? So which is but I mean, but that's a significant number when you're talking about a, a, a island with that. Well, right, right but, population. but the thing is. Here, once again, we'll have to de- we'll have to depend on on the marginals, right? Mm. And no, no, okay, listen, twenty twenty two is not an election year, right, right. so I don't mm. I know the PNM is not going to lose power in twenty twenty two. But what I'm saying is, are they, when I say a pressure cooker year, are we seeing the PNM? And I keep I saying the PNM as if the, the, the PNM is unique or special, but mm. I mean it, they are in, they are the ones in government. Mm. No. Mm. Do are we gonna see in 2022 
cracks starting to form in the public support nah. for the party. I, I do think in so. In general, in I do think across so. I, I, Especially, I mean, I think people have their feelings when it comes to COVID and what happened well, right. and what shouldn't happen. Because I, 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 I think that's a big, that, I think that's what made the difference between the first election and the rerun. I think there's a souring of people's sentiment when it comes to the, 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 the PNM because of the COVID situation. You see, if he had talked that that mandate for government workers mm-hmm. before that election, mm-hmm. then you would have seen, you see the, the, the four votes and 10 votes and mm-hmm. nah, it would have been well, way well, more. Well, right. So 2022, we see in, nah, but, they, they're planning to put this thing in place. Nah, I don't know if it's going to happen. But. Nah, I don't think all I talk and I think, because as I was explaining to somebody there, I think right now is the majority of the country, of the, People who could get vaccinated are vaccinated in Trinidad and Tobago, right? Mm-hmm. Right? This is a new majority, eligible, yeah. Right? The, the people yeah. Eligible, yeah. And I think he just said what he think he needed to be said, what needed to be said, because people want him to say it. So I think mm-hmm. he's still playing the political game. And I think he would he would be okay. I think he would be okay. I think especially if Omicron comes, spreads, and everything starts to calm down. I think you'll be okay throughout the rest of this year. I think you'll see the little jammer now, but, but everything will no, be okay. No, listen, I agree, you know. Mm. I agree that this public service thing, in I have a firm belief it's not getting off the ground, mm. right? Um, not because it's not because it can't cross constitutional hurdles. I just don't believe that is something that he actually wants to do, mm. right? And I agree that it's just a talk to scare... To see how many, because I mean, especially the short sp- period of time you're talking about here, um, I don't know how many of them we can go to, will get be able to 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 meet the requirements yeah. before the time you're, you're promising to follow them, and I, so you're expecting a battle, and I think the 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 battle is what you're hoping for, and in the battle you could convince and frighten some people, and so on and so forth. So I agree with that, but there is a possibility that it could go left. It could there is a possibility that they could be stick to their guns, and there is a possibility that a legal challenge could because once a legal challenge is posed and then it's decided upon by somebody in the mm. industrial court or wherever, that's okay to go ahead with it. How are you going to not go ahead with it after? You, you, you say you believe in the policy. Your AG say he believe in the policy and he can back the policy and he can this and he, he ain't backing on to the unions. So it is a possibility that it could, it could arise. And w- I think you're discounting the fact that things could get really sour. Things are already sour. Nah, but I, you see, uh, I think I think they are politicians and they will continue to bow to, bow to public pressure. They would act up. You know them, you know, when, you know, when it come down to, you know, the man who just make a real noise when it come down to fighting time, but as soon as hands start to pass, he just kind of get quiet or he just kind of melt in the, in the whole scene. That's what, to me, that's what it's do. My, 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 my thing with this mandate with the PSA, and again, we should explain for people who may not know, the government of Trinidad and Tobago has, um, announced that they're going to be, um, making all, uh, public service, uh, bodies safe zones so therefore only vaccinated members of staff will be allowed to get paid mm-hmm. to work right if not you just cannot come out to work and you cannot get paid you, can't get you wouldn't be fired but you just right. can't come out to work and you, and, you, can, and you, you can't enter the building and you wouldn't be able, you take, wouldn't be paid yeah. right um, so I m- the amount of grand charging that's taking place 
I think it's going to be hard to back down. And I think they might be backing themselves into, into a corner where nah. they go look. I think I think they want to play for that legal, that legal battle. Let the union step up. And I think they're hoping that if it has to go to court, the the whoever going to say no, you can't do it. Well, and I they can say, well, the thing is we tried, you know, but the court say we can't do it. And the uh, unions put up this fight. And so the thing is we try to save all the rest of all who frightened, but the court say we can't. I I I not I don't know why they would be so confident that would happen though. I don't think they should want that to go to the court. I would have thought that it would have been a negotiation. There would have been a lot less antagonistic when it came to the when it came to the unions from the beginning mm-hmm. of this thing. Because I think if it goes to court, I don't think the unions will be protected. I don't think that the decisions will come down in the way that if that's what they're hoping, I think they could run into a monkey pants because from all of the legal the luminaries who coming out and talking, everybody, yes, well, there's a constitution. You know, and obviously they don't have anything to do with the case mm-hmm. and, you know, it's up to the judges who had to talk. But, and I think the head of the industrial court, they said that she wouldn't be allowed to, 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 I, I, I shouldn't say that because I'm not sure, but mm. I, I, I could be wrong, but I believe that, you know, she would have to recuse herself from any of the, presiding over the matters because she already gave her opinion right on it on, on the situation um so i don't know that it could necessarily be you know that they they, they should be very confident that they could unless they're putting things in place mm. you know which you know you don't want to suggest that they're doing i think it might be problematic i don't if i was them i wouldn't want it to go to that stage i would want it to have an amicable resolution beforehand and yeah but after yeah 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 you boss up him out, so right. you have no room for that. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. So this is why this is why I feel like they're putting themselves in a situation. I don't want to see it happen. I don't want to see nobody lost their work, right? Mm. Um, but I've with the comments I hear in and the way the AG is talking, and I mean I haven't heard the Prime Minister himself talk about it since, but they seem to be not in a position to they're not putting themselves in a situation where they have they'll have very much leeway. Mm. So if the court doesn't come to the rescue of the workers, then they will have to implement their policy. And you know, at by that time, the only thing that would that would give them an out is if the pandemic comes to an end. Right. Right. Which is not going to come to an end in 2022. Well, right. So for one, I think they will start by having an extension, first of all. Right, I think right, right. The, the right. 15th or the middle of January right, that they were right. suggesting, I think. They're going to have to start by extending right, that. Right. And they'll probably extend it in the summer, into February. Right. Um, March. Mm-hmm. Right? Or the end of February, early first of March kind of thing. Yeah. And Yeah, they, I, I think they will they will definitely have that, yeah. Right. And then I think they're playing for the the court to get involved and be on the side of of, mm-hmm. of yeah, I think that's what they're playing for. I could be wrong. I think that's what they're playing for. They, for the and court to be on the side of the employees. Yeah. And then they could say, well, now nah, well, it's the court fault. And this way, you could kind of appease the people who were supporting yeah. you, talking about mandatory. Mm-hmm. And you could appease them. I say, well, hey, we try, but it's the court. Mm-hmm. And then they could still get to the people who don't want to get vaccines. They could still do what they want to do and live yeah. their life how they want to live their life. And mm-hmm. they say, all right, cool, you're done there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, I remember the day you called me, I think we were talking and I, I doing your cutoff or something, but mm-hmm. that's the point I was making. I don't think that it's gonna happen, but as I say, the and and the union song in real kind of mousy, mousy like, mm. 
you know, and and some of them talking. You know, I was talking to a police officer the other day, and I asked him, "So, what is going on?" And he said, "Well, boy, people do. You know, if you interfere with with a man, he's one of them who's not vaccinated and mm-hmm. unwilling to get vaccinated." But you know, he started to say, "Well, boy, you know, when they talk, when they start to play with a man, bread, you know." So a couple officers already, that I know already went and take the job and the first job and this mm. and that. And he said, well, I said, what about the unions? Well, so well, boy, them, them talking. Yeah, you know, but- really some way. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I have a cousin who, you know, who mm. works the Antec and I was asking him, well, what's going on? Mm. He said, well, boy, some men decide they go in and on. Yeah. Some men say, well, boy, anytime they play mad, they say, they're going to end up with some blackouts now. Right, right. Right? So I said, but what are the unions saying? He said, Roger? <laughs> he said, boy, we need from Roger. I told Roger, sorry, to buy him. <laughs> to buy plant. The, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the heritage. Yeah. Funk, the heritage yeah, he company. Said, yeah. Roger, sorry, to buy plant. Roger, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, boy, all right. And, and, and the, 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 he was saying that, um, boy, asking what the union, he said, boy, them talking about negotiating for back pay. So them trying to use it as a lever. So like them willing to concede. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, but, but, but give me something for the vaccination. Right. Now. I, give I, me. I saw somebody pause a video talking about that. Um, <laughs> Colonel Rowley on that scene. A, a woman, I don't know if you saw her. No, I didn't know. She's part of someone them party and them. Mm. And she's saying that, we still working on 2013, but we want to talk about vaccine. Yeah, yeah. So I told you, back pay first. Right, right. And yeah. then, yeah, we will talk about yeah, vaccine. Yeah, so them not, they're not even standing up for the, for the basic human rights and yeah. bodily autonomy kind of thing. They're like, nah, they're trying to use it to get more money for the world. It's like, what? So, all of these things really frightened me as I not I, I thought you'd have seen a, a much more vigorous response from the from the, 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 the unions and from the people in these in these um in the public service, number one. And then I thought I'd have seen a more a, a, a more uh, a softer response from the government, but none of these so we seem to be heading for this thing happening. And I think that along with the fact that the economy is not getting any better and people are growing, the the frustration is growing. People have not been able to live their lives the way they normally live their lives. So um, I think the growing discontent, I think it could be a... Now, as I say, it's not an election here, so I'm not saying they're going to vote out tomorrow. And I don't think they'll have a snap election. Mm -hmm. They're going to get that bad. But I think that there could be a lot of pressure put on the government Come next year. No, but I mean, even if, because this is how I see it. I think even if they get some degree of pressure now, mm. they have three more years from next year to fix whatever wrongs and people to forget whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And they'll be okay. So even if it, I get some pressure, okay, all the and well, all the okay of it. Uh, well, I mean, no, but pressure could mean, con, con, you know, they, they, they're making some um, concessions in certain regards. Mm-hmm. It could mean, it might mean shake up in the cabinet. It might mean, you know, um, somebody might begin to rear their head to take the leadership of the party. You understand? So that's what I mean. I don't... Oh, uh, I am. Um, so, I mean, the, 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 the cracks I, could start to form and nah, we could see some... I I, I think um, the PNM machine is a, is a somewhat well-oiled machine. And I think... I'm not saying they form a good government at home. No, no, I know, I know. Itself. I know. I think they, they tend to manage their affairs pretty well. You see if it was the UNC and this drama. Oh, mm. God. Well, I think 
somebody would have killed somebody inside there. Mm-hmm. I think somebody would have committed suicide. <laughs> if that's sort of feel that kind of pressure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think the PNM, you know what it's called? It's, I think there's an institution or something that's called itself. You know, mm. to, to make it seem like they are not just a political party, right? Right, right. I think that that institution or is, I think is is right, so for what see. it is is a great one. I think they would they would be able to hold off and 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 manage the affair as well. So you say twenty twenty two will be same as usual for the PNM. Yeah, right. I I disagree. So we will come back at the end of twenty twenty two and see and yeah. and we'll I know there's a kind of difficult thing to because we go probably end up in an argument about whether or not mm. pressure did start to bust by because well I mean certain things must you must see certain things if at the end of the day they had to change the minister health and because mm. of certain decisions yeah yeah yeah, yeah, and, yeah yeah you know someone saying. I, I I think you you could see them kind of things happening and, and change the AG and mm. you know all them kind of things. Yeah, I, yeah. I can see some of that happening. I, I feel so. I feel so. Um, right. So the obvious thing now is what you think will happen with the pandemic itself. I being honest, I what, hope. Of course, you think it will. Take, I it will hope. Take. I was hopeful for the Omicron to spread. Come and done the dance. Come and um, not done it, but at least. You know, people just have to live with it like the coal, mm-hmm. like you know. And well, we see in in, in places like like England, the Rigi stage of putting you on on like six to seven days quarantine if you test positive, mm-hmm. and they testing you only six day and seven day, and if you're negative in those in those days, you can go back into mm-hmm. regular flow of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I see. I think the CDC pulled some out if you're asymptomatic. And, and you're fully fully vaccinated. And you're fully after vaccinated. Five after you five go. days, you could yeah. go back out masked. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're managing that one, but okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I do think that's something we'll see here, though, but mm. not that one because I mean, we're shortening the period. Well, no, I can see shortening the period, but I see the the if you if you test positive and you and you're asymptomatic after five days, you could go back out masked. I don't think mm-hmm. I will see that here. I think we will see because it, once your Omicron reaches and starts to spread. And people start to have to be away from work. They, mm-hmm. they can't afford for too much people to be away from work for 21 days. Mm-hmm. That will cripple the country for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure, for sure. And so they will have to start to, to drop it and make different concessions and whatnot and see, well, okay, I guess. Right? So we'll see how, how it goes. But that is my my hope. My hope is that the Omicron comes. Um, people can track it. People realize it's it not that bad. Um, but they saying it look like it could be about ten percent less, or no, not ten percent, ten percent deaths of the people who who would contract it. Um, only ten percent of the people might die. No, ten, not ten percent. No, no, oh, I'm gonna say ten percent. <laughs> no, no ten variant per, had that. Yeah, ten percent of <laughs> of the the amount of people that was normally dying. So right. I think it's I think it's hospitalizations. It's ten. It's ten percent of the. It is causing a ten percent. Alright, let me put it, let me put it, let me put it like this because I think I confuse myself how mm. I seen it. So you're going to see a reduction, right? Uh, I think a seventy percent reduction in hosp- in hospitalization mm. and ninety percent reduction, reduction in, deaths. in deaths. Right, right. That is right. a better way to put it. Yes, yeah. yeah. I believe that is what I heard. Right, right. yeah. So it's like a seventy percent reduction in hospitalization and a ninety percent reduction in deaths. I think a ninety percent reduction in deaths could look pretty good for us. Um, obviously, we don't want anybody to die, but if we could move from twenty and and and, and we could come down to well, ten ten percent or twenty is 
like a piece of apple soon. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. But if we could, we, you know, you know, must sort of drop that significant. I think we could see some some major events and thing happening in in the August time. Um, I think we could see life almost as normal once the Omicron comes and at least takes up at least eighty five percent of the spread here. Mm-hmm. I think we could we could go back to living like normal. Two two percent of ten percent of twenty is two. That's it. Yeah. Whatever. There's two people. That's not. Ten percent. Ten percent of a hundred is one. You see? Ten percent of a hundred is ten. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. Good boy, yeah, boy. Sit as I pause it was a let me make sure I not see yeah, something right, wrong right, before yeah. we get to that. Right, yeah. yeah so yeah. Ten percent yeah. <laughs> yeah. two, right. So, right, yeah. it'll be two. So not yeah. half a person, but two but yeah, right. Yeah. But anyway, right, I get where you come from. Right. Um I believe that with respect to the, the pandemic, um I I don't I believe that it will be declared over in the first quarter or half of twenty twenty three. Um, I think it will be virtually over in most of the world, not here, but I think it'll be virtually over in most of the world in about by about April. I want to say virtually over. Now, it's gonna take a while before anybody's gonna declare it done and everybody's mm. because there are a lot of people who don't want who will not want it to end. Mm. Right? Um people might believe that, but there are quite a number of people who I, I I don't say I don't, don't mean they want people to continue to die, but they would they do certainly don't want to re- release the reins of power and start to say, hey, yeah, man, or they could mm. they, they 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 will be they are not motivated to let you go back to life as normal, right? Some of them because they like just pulling the strings of power, and some of them because this they they don't want to be the ones to say go back to normal and then something yeah. happen, so everybody will be like, oh, I don't know, I ain't sure, so they'll they'll dawdle around for some time with that. I will go back with my prediction from 2021. We will have a carnival in the summer period. We will have a carnival that involves fetting mm-hmm. with everybody, not vaccine parties. And mm-hmm. it would be a, f- we would have a, f- a f- we would have some version of carnival before 2022. Is out. I should say someone. Well, let me not, let well, me, let me not I, leave it to the someone. The thing is, I think, yeah, I think that could cause some some drama. So let's see how it goes because you remember they were hinting to that. So yeah, they were hinting to that for next year, right? Based on how things look. Mm-hmm. And speaking to some people from Barbados and some people from Grenada, they already upset about the thought of that. That's the business. I couldn't care less. Yeah, but I mean, I think, I think the, the, all the parties involved and the carry come people and I think they will all have to have some sort of discussion. But why? I mean, they don't need to care, but I think... I mean, you have yours, just like always happened. All of them, all of the rest of them just have it in, in the summer period. So... But we know what they're saying is it could cripple the, the situation with artists, with them, with them hiring artists from here to, mm-hmm. you know, to beef up their, their festivities and, you know. And, but, but I think we could be, have a big argument that our own could be affected by that because Green... I mean, well... Grenadians ain't go leave if Spice Mass is a week before Trinidad. They ain't go have uh, Grenadian artists ain't go come here and spend uh, a month yeah, before. Yeah, but like we dog, like we like, and I love Grenadian artists, but we could we could survive and we would be fine 
without the grenade and anti so the beige and anti but I, I don't feel so no <laughs> yeah, I, understand. I don't feel so I understand what you're saying but, but we're going to have something but what I'm saying I think our own will be more at uh, uh, the current state of soccer mm. now I think ours will be worse for wear without them than theirs will but be right, without I, us right. I understand that but yeah. they're they don't look at it like that because a lot of Grenadians, they're so accustomed to their artists and they love their artists, but they also love to have that difference number. Mm-hmm. And to not have it, I think, I think, you know, the, some of the promoters, probably not the, the Grenadian people, some of the promoters will feel like they like yeah. they robbed or they, you know. And yeah, I, I, I think the promoters might argue, but I don't think the people of Grenada would feel, uh, no, listen, am I saying that they wouldn't want to see Trinidadian artists? No. But what I'm saying is, if you tell them, well, because of how this thing running, we ain't going to see the Trinidadian artists this year. Okay, so be it, we'll job. Mm-hmm. And they go have a time like they normally do. And if it means that we might have some issues with respect to and when i say have a carnival it, it it listen it don't have to be a carnival season again mm. you know it had to be, it don't have to be like well we signed two months yeah, of yeah, fair yeah, time you, it's chinese now dog no, anytime I mean, it, they give them the clearance <laughs> it's been a carnival for six months <laughs> in China, <laughs> i'm telling you well, well listen what i'm saying is how you're planning it if you had to plan it and administrate mm. it then you, you simply okay listen it's a two-week thing we condensing it into two weeks and we have a street period but we yeah. <laughs> um, we don't have to have all the, the bacchanal that we normally have um, because I think we still try to have something in February mm. I think they will try to have something that they will call carnival that would be the cultural thing or whatever but I think later on in the year we will have what we will miss in February which will be a street party and a series of parties I think that is, I think we're going to have that and I couldn't kill us so I mean and listen, I'm not even dying for carnival. You know? I'm not mm. even saying this because i ready for a fet. I couldn't care less either. Mm. But if we decide to do that, the last thing I would think about is how Grenada and Barbados and St. Vincent or St. Lucia feel about that. I, it's, it's, a, it's a pandemic. But, you know, we'll go back to normal next year. Just calm yourself. Weird. So Next thing um, you see, they start to get worried, you know, because next thing you see, they like this, they like this. This August thing and I really decided to move all the whole thing to August and mash up everybody. Well, boy, I I I think they should they should feel like they have the advantage in that, you know, because in recent years they seem to be the ones more able to please the the visitors when they arrive for the carnival. But I know I don't want to get into that yeah, long talk. Because yeah, because that's a whole different yeah. complicated. But um so my thing is that's all I wait to see the Omicron, how they how they treated it. Um hopefully it, it comes and it, it does what, what well, they perceive it to do. No, but the problem is they aren't talking like that. That's the mm. issue. Um you if you listen to the people here talk about Omicron, I mean the few little clips I've seen and the things I've read in the newspaper, they seem to be just as frightened of Omicron. Yeah, I know I, as I, I, I see and, people posting on social media as well. And and and, and you would you know, again you don't, I'm not saying that we should have a spread, we should let spread, we don't know. Because people still say, well, we don't know and we don't mm. know. And, and in Trinidad, especially where we have the healthcare capacity being tested at present, even if 10% of the people who were going to the hospital with Delta, going to the hospital with Omicron, that would just add more issues mm. to the, to the you know, more fuel to the fire, whatever. So I'm not saying they should do that. But they aren't acting like, and it's not just Trinidad and Tobago. Much of the world isn't acting. But, but, but one of the biggest, one of the people who has operated the harshest, which is Australia. Australia. Yeah, yeah. Australia, like, yeah. Yeah, boy. 
Yeah. But but they would say they did that because they achieve over 90% vaccination. vaccination. Yeah. Right? So they would say they, they, they feel comfortable e- essentially saying, well... Well, I mean, the next in the next few weeks, there's going to be the true tester because you're going to be put a number against South Africa who had 40% vaccination compared 40%? to... 40%? No, they're 20-something percent. I think 40% um, one dose at least. No, I don't think so, no. I think it's, 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 it's closer to, I think, 30%. Oh, all right. So, yeah. much less vaccination. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, Nowhere near. And so, yeah. they, we, that is what they're going to be measuring very soon compared mm-hmm. to Australia, a country with yeah, right. 90%. Yeah. Yeah. How the Omicron affects. Right. You know. Exactly. And we're waiting to see how that how that turns out. I, I think it will come to an end, not necessarily because of Omicron. I think it will come to an end because it's only so long that you could put up with this. And we will have to be start to behave normal very soon. And if we don't, we will really find ourselves running off of a economic cliff. Um children can't stay home for much longer. I saw something today or some proposal for when they how they restart in school and primary school children, they're still keeping them home until two term. Mm-hmm. Um from one to three, from from one to three, they want to start cycling them in person from February. Um and well the rest will continue going to school like they do now. Um but that's another term for children who in you know not in standard five in mm-hmm. primary school. This can't continue for much longer. At some point in time, I, well, first of all, the f- the wave of infections in Trinidad will begin to fizzle out naturally, mm. unless Omicron come now and push it back up, push it, you know, and, and and make it crazy. Um, but it would it would it would have begun to fizzle out on its own. Um, and I just think we can't we can't we can't do it much longer. We cannot do it much longer. And the longer we wait, the the is the more acclimated to what is happening that people become mm. because there are people who just simply they don't he, they hear to the something and they just it just doesn't it make a matter. difference anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. they're just living the life the only thing that's stopping them from doing other, doing certain things is because they're not allowing it but if they allow it tomorrow they'll go and fed they don't care you know what mm. I mean they've, they've, they've as far as they're concerned I've given enough of my life to COVID it's time to live so I just think jump high jump low we will have to get back to normal at some point in time and I think the public's perception of of COVID is going to have to change. And so for that reason, I think we're going to be done with that. Um, well, and I see in terms of de- de- declaring, it, de- declaring yeah. the pandemic over, I think that won't come until next year. But um, I think we'll be, we'll be done with that. There's one other thing I wanted to get your prediction on. And it, it's slipping my mind now. Um, hmm. Well, the economy. Um, well, the thing is, I'm seeing the economy falling apart right now mm. as we speak. So I, I think we're in for some some hard times mm-hmm. in 2022. Um, we're seeing some degrees of inflation. And I think by the end of 2022, we'll have... I think it would be it would be rough. You still feel the PNM could go through twenty twenty two like nothing br- cool over. Yeah, but up. you see, because you have you have enough things to point to. You have, I mean, you nah, see after the a while, they don't care. They don't. They see the inflation outside. They see the inflation. Nah, people don't care about that. Nah, when you talk, people seeing people seeing debt outside too, and they mm. still on. They still not pleased with 
with what with with what the people who upset with 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 Dr. Rowley and Tobago to so to mm. run the to run the PNM. What, what what they could point to that he was doing that no one else was doing what they could they just well, upset the people now we must are telling Tobago Tobago might have been a different situation because of the conversations and the the way I think they reach them you know with a lot of public service talk a lot of yeah this money that they oh yeah we giving it this we giving it that back and mm-hmm. we, you know they reach they reach them a lot of them petty things huh? I I think that when men start to get when people start to get hungry they don't care now the sycophants will always I mean mm. the the say waivers could be like yeah the, the defenders of the party especially those in the middle class mm. who the bourgeoisie who's who's whose money not being affected they will be like yeah, yeah oh no just look at the other places in the world but the groundsmen uh, who who who, who who, who form the grassroots of the support for the party? Mm. They are going to. They don't want to hear nothing. But they don't care if inflation is triple the amount in the states. I can't eat bread, man. You because remember you've already gotten these people into the concept that you are the person to take care of them, mm-hmm. right? So when they can't get work, it's your fault. When they can't afford food, it's your fault. And if food prices skyrocketing, you have to so- step in and sort that out. You have to either give me the money to buy the food mm-hmm. or you control the prices. However, mm-hmm. you have to control the prices, right? And then there's always say that with the grocery, you go, mm-hmm. thing, step in and put in price control. Then they are going to say they don't care if every other country in the world experiencing it. Well, well I, I don't know. We got to wait to see because I would admit I don't know much people like that. Personally, mm-hmm. I mean, to, to say, you know, how I could predict that they would operate. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the people who I know, they are the types of people that, if you could explain to them that, you're going on, you're going on across the world, the shipping situation, the weather situation, whatever, whatever the case may be, they would say, well, boy, look what's going on across the world. Well, I think those are people who are looking for excuses for the PNM, mm. but, um, or for the government in general. Um, but I, I, listen, the thing is, ultimately, a hungry man is a hungry man. Mm. And I think it could get so bad that people will have no... You see, the, the government has been banking on that, that whatever economic fallout comes from COVID, everybody will just blame the virus. And therefore, right. they can't... They, you know, nobody going to blame me. You can't blame me. The virus come. I didn't bring the virus. And there will be people who will be saying that. There will mm. be people like who, what, like who you're talking about there. And the, as I said, defenders of the PNM. <clears throat> excuse me. It's the first thing they go say, oh, go thing. So tell me, tell me a country in the world where they didn't go through now. But the ground, the ground not having that. Because they ain't gonna care at this stage. I don't care, solve it. So I've got to eat. Mm. I eat. You, you understand? And even if they don't feel it's your fault it reach here, it's, it's your responsibility to, to sort fix it, it out. Yeah. Well, boy, I, as I say, I, I just had to wait and see how it goes. I think, as I say, basically, people I know, I think. And it might be able to weather this storm, but and you see they come into outlaw susu. So no. <laughs> well, I, and I think we saw they was drafting the when they draft up that a while ago. Well, they tabled it recently yeah, in yeah. Parliament, so they they so no no getting around it. Mm-hmm. So when the hard times start to hit next year, do you even feel you could mm-hmm. you could go and knock up a little thing and 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 start to run your DSS again? So so it's problems. Um, I want to make some predictions for the for the podcast. Talk to me, right? So, I predict that by mid year we will have a bigger, well, not maybe not bigger, but a more reliable studio space, mm-hmm. right? And 
we plan to. This is not this, this is not a, a prediction per se, it's an announcement of plans. We plan to start getting some guests mm-hmm. in. Um, because we're looking to make things bigger and better in yeah, come twenty twenty two. For people who were in tune for a while, you know, we started pulling together late in twenty twenty one. Yes. Um, so you know, we're gonna continue doing the work and mm-hmm. trying to put things in place. Um yeah, that's the cats and I'm even bad. Eh? You see, and we will we, we, we will be in, in a space free of the cats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um and that being said, obviously podcasting and Trinidad is something that will take a while before it's monetized. Mm-hmm. So in terms of studio space, if you had to rent a studio space, you know, yeah. let's see how, how all those things will come, mm-hmm. but definitely there's something you want to do so you could record at any time mm-hmm. a more convenient spot for people to come. Yes. A better setup. Um better look and everything. So improved aesthetics, maybe improved audio quality. And like improve I the audio quality more than this way. Well, I said maybe that one say uh-huh. I say for sure. I uh-huh. say maybe we might get more slight, cameras, slightly better mics. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, we could start improve camera angles. Um, but most most importantly, we want to continue doing this for um for you guys. For you guys, um, uh, this is a labor of love. You know, mm. we clearly don't money. We haven't been able to monetize it, and um, you know, I don't know about you, but I am not too focused on that the only reason i want would would be would want to monetize it is because i want to improve it right but yeah. it is it, not it's not a it's not a at this point in in, in time i'm not focused on on gain and on getting money from this. this is really for us to air out some issues in ways that you know other people don't yeah, yeah to present an alternative perspective right yeah and um so that, that's what we're doing right now mm-hmm. and as as you were saying you know um the the money part of it for us is not a at this stage, it's not really to fill our pockets. Blood what is this? <laughs> but is to obviously improve and make the show bigger and better. Right, right. Higher producers <laughs> and things. Hey, hey. <laughs> and be able to avoid bombs dropping yeah. in Baghdad yeah, here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, uh, so that is it for 2021, boy. Yeah. That, that like, is it. Let me get ready for 2022. Yeah. Um, bigger, better writer and and i mean i'm not trying to sound corny and like motivational speakerish but um i really would i mean it's something i am adopting and have been adopting for, for a while but again more serious about it now and i hope that the listeners do this as well is um to live in with in start living within with intention mm-hmm. so we have a way that we kind of just allow life to come at us and so we always say we want next year to be bigger and better, but then we don't take the actions that will make that more likely to take mm. place. And obviously, there are always things out of your control. You know, n- no day is given. I could go to sleep tonight and not wake mm. up tomorrow. So there are these things outside of our control, but we have to focus on the things within our control so that we are to make sure that, listen, if 2022 is not bigger and better than 2021, is because, you know, something completely outside of my control mm you know came and in, came came into into the into play and you know you couldn't get that done well i mean at the end of the day let's look at that um and i don't want to go too long because i think we might run out of space on the, on the memory card mm-hmm. just now but if you look at covid you know covid happened which obviously was a big problem for some people or some people took it and made great opportunities from it start different Precisely. businesses yeah and so it, it come down to your drive and what you want to do and yeah so if you really want to do it and you'd find a way 
you know um so focus on where you control and where you can control and as i say live with intent live intentionally do the things that you you, you don't just wake up and run on automatic yeah. you know um make sure that you're doing with with as much as possible every minute of the day available to you make sure you're moving the needle forward even if it's just you know a, a little quarter bit. of a millimeter yeah. the needle well not the needle but the 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 the, the stone up the hill is moving forward so that you could um make sure that the next 12 months 300 mm. next years leap year you know uh, 365 minimum days mm. uh you know bigger and better than the last 365 olympics or is it World Cup. I only had a chance to remember. Well, the Olympics switch up now, so yeah, understand. Yeah, so you can't, you can't use it as a gauge anymore. <laughs> right. So we out. Yeah. See you in 2022, and for um for all you guys, uh, I wish you a merry Bright new year. And, yeah, merry, merry new year. year, happy new year, bright and successful 2022. Nice. Bless. The views expressed in this podcast are simply the opinions of the guests and the hosts. From their perspective, these opinions aren't necessarily facts, nor with the intent to defame any person or establishment. This is not legal, medical, financial, nor spiritual advice.